5: The Free State Project is in full swing, my friends. If you've not heard of it, you probably should be following our good friend Luke Rudkowski on Twitter or his YouTube channel because I'm pretty sure he's up there right now. He'll be coming back soon, but he's a big fan of this. Basically, the idea is they want everybody who's libertarian, liberty-minded to move to New Hampshire and pledge to support a free state. And now a state rep has filed paperwork to secede from the union or whatever. However, you know, you got to be really careful with this stuff because they're like considering a proposal drafted to be up for debate or something like that. But th- basically the paperwork would put on the ballot that New Hampshire should be a free independent state. It's a, a sovereign nation independent from the US. And uh, this is not surprising. We kn- known about the free state project. We know about the people who are moving there and why they're doing it. And I got to tell you, as much as there's a lot of establishment people in New Hampshire going, no, stop, don't if if the free state project works and people keep moving there that are staunch libertarian and anarcho capitalist or even some people are anarcho communists and like leftists being like yo we'll take a free sovereign nation and build our own little commune if all of the true anarchists and libertarians do that it's only a matter of time until you actually have a vote that passes and you have a state saying we hereby secede so I'll tell you this as much as this we can expect there's a lot of stuff going on in this country that says to me. Country's falling apart. I mean, people have been predicting divorce. There was this uh, tweet by Mike Cernovich earlier where he said something to the effect of it's the first time in history that the elites have tried to subjugate an armed warrior class or like like, take their children or something like that. And we don't know how that will play out because there's no historical examples of this. And I'm like, it's a good point. You know, people who leave the military and they're loaded up on guns like crazy are not going to sit back. So it's possible states just start breaking apart. We already have in Texas. They passed this bill with like, we're going to make our own suppressors. And the federal government has no jurisdiction over this. And the federal government, the AT- ATF, is like, yes, we do. And now they're arguing. You've got sanctuary gun laws. You've got sanctuary immigration states. More and more, the federal government seems to be slowly fizzling in a lot of ways. Joe Biden comes out and gives his, gives his announcements where he's basically only speaking to blue states. We've seen it from NPR data on vaccination rates in states. The states with the highest vaccination rates are all Biden states, and the states with low vaccination rates, like 40% and below, are all red states. So when Biden comes out and says, our patience is wearing thin, he's looking right into into the faces of the people in red states and saying, you better do what I'm telling you. He's not saying to people in the blue states. So that divide, it's there. So we'll talk about a lot of the stuff. We got, we got we got some tech stuff to talk about, too. There's a lot, lot going on with the crypto space. So we're being joined by uh, Bill Otman. Hey, hey. Thank Introduce you yourself, me. good
1: friend. What's up, everyone? I'm Bill, co-founder of Minds, Minds.com. Whatever you do, don't go to Minds.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> are you trying That's to some trick Alex people? Stuff.
2: <laughs>
5: we got Libby. She's back.
2: Hi. How's it going? I'm Libby Emmons. I'm the editor-in-chief of The Post Millennial. Right on. Glad to be here.
5: Oh, yeah, we, we have some stuff to talk about with the post millennial.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Because
5: I, I was tweeting up a storm about that VPN company. Uh-huh. Yeah, so mm. we'll, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll get into that, the cancel okay. culture stuff. Yeah, yeah nice. they were coming after Andy, and you know we'll, we'll talk about that. We got
0: cool. Ian
3: chilling. Hello, everyone. Ian Crossland, up in the house. Good to see everybody.
0: Yeah, I always love it when we have two guests. The conversation is tough to beat, so I'm stoked for tonight.
5: Oh, yeah. That's Lydia pressing all the buttons. Oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I press buttons in the corner. <laughs> Before we get started, my friends, go to TimCast.com, become a member to get access to exclusive members-only segments of the Timcast IRL podcast. We're going to have an amazing members-only segment. Usually it was up around 11 or so p.m., but there's a huge library. That's what you need to understand. There's a little magnifying glass symbol, which means search. It's funny. It's like an O with a line. People just know what it means, I guess. Huh. And uh, you can type in any names. We've got like multiple episodes with, with Alan West. These are all exclusive to the website for members. So each and every Monday through Thursday, when we produce a new member segment, the library of content is getting bigger and bigger. And I think we have like hundreds of episodes now, right?
0: That's great. so. Yeah, we have over 300.
5: Over 300
0: 373
5: So as time goes on, the value of your membership only gets better. Plus a bunch of new shows coming soon. You know, Ian's beginning to work on his cooking show. Oh, I'm so excited. The Joy of Cooking with Ian. Yeah, sure. We're not really calling it that. I don't think we can. No. It's like a but, 100-year-old book. Oh, okay. A cookbook. Yeah, that's not fair. The Joy of Cooking Ian. <laughs> well, oh, <there> okay. go. <laughs> Kim, stop.
3: <laughs> that's a little different. All
5: right. Uh, and uh, uh, smash the like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. If every single person who is watching right now took that URL and posted it on every platform, on, U- on on Facebook, on their YouTube tab, in Mines, on Gab, wherever it is, Twitter, Instagram, we'd be bigger than the mainstream media overnight. But I mean, like like seriously, if we had like 50,000 shares instantly, we'd be like trending everywhere. And be, people don't, for the most part, do it in mass, but you know, it's true. It's, they, they, it used to be called the Thunderclap. Do you guys remember that? No. Mm-hmm. It was an app. Yeah, there was a thing yeah. where they would do, where it would t- they would tell everyone to sign up, and it would, it would take the credential, it would like get access to your, to send a tweet on your behalf. And then this app would, what once everyone lined up and agreed and they had like a hundred thousand people, it would fire off a tweet on every account at once, Oof. instantly creating a worldwide or global, you know, global trend. Oh. Yeah, smart. Very cool. I, I guess Twitter doesn't like that. So anyway, share the show with your friends, like it, smash the like button, whatever. Let's read this news. Ah, the world is falling apart. From TimCast.com, New Hampshire lawmakers consider proposal to secede from the United States. Amazing. Lawmakers in New Hampshire are considering a constitutional amendment to secede from the rest of the country. State Rep. Mike Sylvia filed a proposal that would make New Hampshire its own nation state independent from D.C. Quote, there are hundreds of examples of the federal government overstepping its authority. Enough is enough. We should put this before the voters to decide. Sylvia cited the U.S. CDC and prevention's eviction ban, Joe Biden's mandate, which requires federal workers to get the COVID vaccine as examples of federal overreach. He also mentioned that New Hampshire, which has no state income tax, is obligated to pay federal income tax. We are a donor state that pays out more in federal income taxes than we get back. Seceding from the U.S. would benefit residents financially, even if it does mean a loss of federal funding, the rep noted. I want to make this point, too, about what they're saying about seceding. Joe Biden now, with the eviction moratorium, he bypassed the legislature. With the Supreme Court then saying we're shutting that down, a, shutting it down, it's illegal. And then him launching another moratorium, bypassed the Supreme Court. Now with this vaccine mandate, he is once again bypassing Congress. We are a nation at this point. So what Jack Murphy was saying the other day, we're not a republic anymore. Laws are made when the sovereign decrees and then the plebs are, are, are awarded a, a chance If they are negatively impacted to file a petition to the courts to challenge this new law, that's the way this country has been run for the past two years with all these lockdowns and everything. Cuomo killed people. Yeah. Literally literally killed people in New York City. So when New Hampshire comes out and says, hey, we're done with this, I'm like, people need to realize this is actually fairly serious. And I'll tell you something else, something that had me thinking. In Florida, for instance, where they ban, I think that they, I'm pretty sure they banned the vaccine mandate. Yeah, they did. For business establishments. In West Virginia, we went to the city called, I think it was called Thurmond. I'm not sure. And there was a train station that was federal property. And there was a man inside working for the Park Service selling stuff. And if you wanted to go in, you had to wear a mask. Now, here's my question. If Florida says you cannot have mask mandates, which they've been in schools, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure about for businesses. They banned
2: it it for schools for sure. But what about
5: businesses? I'm not sure. So here's here's my point. If a federal building is operating a business that sells merchandise in a state that says you cannot legally do this, which means the federal government is violating the law in the state, can state troopers go in and
2: I'm pretty sure shut federal down? law supersedes, doesn't it, in a lot of cases. But there's
5: no federal law mandating masks.
2: No, it's just a requirement. It's just a presidential decree. Mm -hmm.
5: So, and truth be told, in Florida, it is also a governor's decree. Mm -hmm. So I think it should absolutely go through the legislature, even if it's Ron DeSantis or or Abbott. My question is, there is no law in the United States mandating masks. So these federal buildings have no federal law saying they should be wearing masks. It's just just a policy. They just
2: do it, yeah.
5: So if Florida does have a law... Or at the very least, if Biden says my mandate is sound, okay, then, then Ron DeSantis says my, my policy is sound. Then what gives the federal government actors the right to operate business in the state in, under violation of the state's executive orders? Well, have there been any confrontations
1: in Florida well, about that's, it?
2: That's so interesting because so much of this is about enforcement, right? right? I mean, we haven't seen police are not able to enforce mask mandates. Primarily, the New York City Police Department has refused to do that kind of enforcement. Uh, New York City has this vaccine, vaccine mandate thing. The New York City Police Department is not enforcing it. It's like civilians, it's health inspectors, it's random doofus hostesses at restaurants saying, Excuse me, like, I really need to see your Vax card and ID. That's what's going on. So there hasn't been any violence about it at this point because there hasn't been any enforcement other than civilian on civilian enforcement we saw that in california when they were doing the lockdowns it was health inspectors versus like a business owner you know
5: if, if you're in a restaurant in new york you, you live in new york right i do if you go in and i don't think you have experience with this but i'm just wondering what your thoughts are and someone says can i see your vax card and you say no what are they going to do? I don't know. Because the cops won't enforce it, you're saying?
2: Yeah, the cops are not going to enforce it. Mm-hmm. I think I think then it's just a question of, like, you standing there saying no and the person there going, well, sorry. There was actually a case today. We ran a story about this in the post-millennial. It was this viral video. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this, like, white restaurant manager or owner or whatever trying to kick a black family out of a restaurant <laughs> yikes so it's there's dark stuff dude. so it's like systemic racism for everything except this apparently and you had the rest of the patrons in the restaurant saying like oh you need to show your vax card and he's like we're not vaccinated and
5: yeah he's, he was he was citing a religious exemption yeah. mm. but I, the reason i brought this up uh Which in reference you, to yeah. new hampshire because i don't want to veer too much off of you're talking about secession from the United States
2: <laughs> is that
5: you know so I so think this
2: family should move there in yeah. this
5: in the Civil War what what kicked it off was Fort Sumter when these states were like yo we secede screw you and then Union soldiers were still there and the uh, South Carolina I think it was South Carolina was like yo get your troops out and they were like no and they said then we're going to force you out and then a fight broke out and then a bunch of other states were like dude we're out so if in one of these red states that has specifically issued a mandate like a law or an executive order or whatever saying you cannot mandate masks. Mm-hmm. And then there is a federal building saying, we will kick you out unless you wear a mask. Can the state then go to the federal government and say, get out, you're in violation of our laws. And I know that's not as serious as soldiers occupying the base. I'm just saying like there, the, the potential for a clash between states and the federal government exists. That could be a single grain of sand that adds to the heap over time. But I I genuinely find that interesting, especially when West Virginia has no mask mandate, but these federal buildings do have one. I don't think West Virginia banned stores from having masks, and I don't think Florida did that either. It's just kind of a hypothetical 18 plus 18 plus. If we move into va- vaccine mandate territory, if Joe Biden says that anybody who wants to go into a federal building has to have proof of vaccination, then you get into crazy territory with Texas and Florida, South Dakota or whatever, where we could potentially see states say, now we actually want to secede. Or we might get an original jurisdiction claim, which would would be like what happened in the election with all the states going straight to the Supreme Court and challenging the federal government's authority.
2: That would be so it's so interesting because we haven't seen any actual clashes right i mean we and you
5: know those videos are coming what do, you, what, what do you mean what you mean clash between like federal and state
2: no i mean between people right between like we saw the guys shout we saw the people shouting yeah. at each other wasn't today. there a
5: nurse
1: who just got fired and there there have been a lot of and then yeah, the security
4: was having issues. trying to
5: have her leave mm-hmm. there have been a lot of clashes there's I, a there's a video right now of a guy harassing him in a woman at target
3: He's wearing a pin that
5: says, I'm vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And she's like, leave me alone. He's like, no. And he's following around. And security's stopping him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's one video of a guy stalking a woman. And he goes, is anybody else mad that we have to wear a mask and she doesn't? Mm.
2: That's the thing, too. It's like once you've accepted the the tyranny upon yourself, and then you really need to enforce it on others just to make sure that you're not the fool. Right. And that's that's kind of a problem. <laughs> we have that going on. I was uh so I was uh, I saw this post from this guy theater company situation in San Francisco. And this guy was complaining that he had gone to a theater performance and there were people who took their masks off once the, once the lights went down. And he complained to literally everybody and he started saying he wrote this whole post about it. And it was uh he was saying that um These people not masking ruins the experience for everybody else. And he complained to the theater company and the ushers and the patrons themselves and literally everyone. And he took it online, not even realizing that he's the one who's ruining this. He can't just live and let live. If he wants to, you know, wear a mask or a tie or a belt, whatever, that's his issue.
5: In that, in that video you brought up where it's the black family and he's like, Mm -hmm. yo, this is segregation. He yells out something like is this the country you want to live in and someone yells yes yeah people were like yes like they like the boot
2: it's horrible it's just and it's it's terrifying to watch this happen and to watch civilians that's the thing that i find so horrifying about it is the way that the enforcement works so in new york city this vaccine mandate thing it's there's no cops doing it there's, you know, maybe the random health inspector is going to show up and you're going to have situations where, you know, somebody accidentally gets let in and it's like the, you know, serving people without proper ID situation or whatever. But that's what we're looking at. So I've talked to a bunch of people about it and they say they don't know how to push back against it because it's just pushing back against somebody else who is being pushed by the same rules.
5: I, I do not accept that. I don't, I don't accept that yeah, well Yeah, it's, well,
2: it's, it's what people are looking at. They don't know. They don't know how to deal with it. Do you show up at the Starbucks that's making you wear a mask with your (laughs) with your gun? Like, what do you do? No, you just don't wear a mask. You don't wear a mask. You don't show your vaccine card, and the person says at the restaurant, "Okay, then you can't come in."
5: And you you do. So, what do you do? You You just walk
2: away. You just don't. So, it leads also to people self segregating themselves out of society.
5: I think that when someone, when someone says, oh, but I'm being forced to do it, too, it's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not being forced to do it. You're just choosing to do it because you don't want to, you don't want to deal with – you don't want to be responsible.
2: Or you don't want to lose your job. Mm.
5: I just don't think they'd lose their job either.
2: So the person think, at the I've, restaurant says, show me your vaccine card and show me your ID, and you say no, and they say, I'm not going to let you in. What do you do? Do you just walk past them and sit down?
5: You don't go there. Don't, do don't give money to businesses that are willing to enforce it.
2: I get it. Yeah. But how do you even know which ones are going to enforce it until Call you them? show up? They're all going to say yes. Mm.
5: Uh, so I called 25. One of them said no. Okay. So one one of them was like, I don't know. Uh, no, I think that's fine. I'm not Maybe they just didn't realize what was going on because they didn't pay attention. That's possible. But, but uh, go there and, you know, here's what you do. It's really, really simple. You go to your bank. You take out as much money as you can in cash. Then you walk you, you, you get you put on a, a, a stove pipe hat or whatever and a tuxedo and you walk up twirling a cane and, and knock on the door and you walk in and you've got all the cash in your hand and you're flipping it around and when they're like, Do you have a vex card? Oh oh no, I don't. But look at all this money I was gonna spend. And then when they kick you out go, I guess you don't want money I'm kidding, don't actually do that.
2: They they don't though. They don't want your no, money. No,
5: they they do. There was a bunch of restaurants that have been complaining. There was mm-hmm. a story where a journalist went around asking. They said revenues are down twenty five percent, and they can't handle this. It's destroying their businesses. And I'm just like, if you still live in New York after literally everything you've seen, I'm gonna put my feet back, grab a drink, and just laugh.
2: Yeah. Well.
5: I mean, there's basically as someone who lives real- in
2: New York, like it's sort of you know, I. How about? don't how about don't but
1: (laughs) i mean we have real world data now that psychologists are going to have an absolute field day with because this is like what you know all of the classic studies on obedience were were based around and now there's just data everywhere in real world information that there's going to be crazy studies that happen based on all of all these events there we live in might a simulation
2: be, we destroyed our entire social sciences mm-hmm.
5: no no no. we live in a simulation and this is the purpose to see how many <laughs> people would just be like you hit me harder daddy to gather data for the simulation. but we already
2: saw that that was like the whole first half of the 20th century
5: oh yeah i know we said
2: amazing. hit me harder daddy until well, i bleed please and but maybe what did <laughs>
5: maybe maybe the test is with the history knowing this can, you know, what happens to a population with a history of negative consequences to authoritarianism? What happens when you then reintroduce authoritarianism to a population that knows it? And we can clearly see, I, I, I that's why I call it a cult. You know, these are people who just believe whatever they hear on TV, even though it's like lies all the time. They, they say like, I trust the science. It's like, you didn't even read it. Huh. They're like right. doing, they, they criticize people who do research. Like, all you did was read a few articles. Did you do a, a double blind controlled study? And it's like, no. And you didn't even read the articles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you've done less than I have. So th- those people in mass are, uh, are in these, in, are demanding vaccine mandates, cheering for it. And we got, we got so much on this stuff. I'm saying this, this is why we started with the New Hampshire seceding from the union thing. Cause I'm like, yo, this is all just gonna fall apart. You ready for this? Here you go. Libby, you live in New York City, right?
2: I do. Mm -hmm.
5: De Blasio rolls out COVID booster shot plan utilizing all NYC vaccination sites. We're ready. Mm -hmm. So it's only a matter of time until you're the person at the restaurant with them saying, do you have proof of vaccination? And you show them and they'll go, this only has two on it.
2: Right, yeah. And
5: and you're going to be like, but I'm vaccinated. Yeah, but now we're doing boosters. Yeah, I know. To be fair.
2: That's what's the,
5: the, the current mandate is for at least one shot.
2: Right. So it's going to which be... Which is funny, isn't it? New York, New Orleans, San Francisco, and L.A.
5: The funny thing is... uh
2: And then all of California, probably. Yes.
5: They're saying it's a vaccine mandate, but you don't have to be fully vaccinated. So my, my my question there is, is one shot enough?
2: It's just because it's about compliance. It's only about compliance.
3: Yeah. You can... You can a, a, a vaccine card is not a negative COVID test. You can you could actually have a vaccine card, have been vaccinated, contract COVID, and then go to this restaurant, show them your vaccine card, and sit down. Like yeah, that's you, where we're you, at? you see the, the story about that the, lady.
2: The thing with the antibodies, right? So if you've had COVID and you have a natural immunity, that doesn't count, which is absurd. Yeah, right. That's just absurd. And
1: for big events, I was just at a music festival in Greenwich, and basically, you know, unvaccinated people were required for a test to have a test, and vaccinated were not required to have a test. I mean, why wouldn't everybody be required to have a test? Because everybody can spread it. So, like, that is a core hypocrisy.
5: Everyone should have to get tested if everyone is still spreading it. Right? How is that controversial? Did you see that story about the woman who was vaccinated but got COVID and died from it? And in their obituary, they were like, she was vaccinated but was infected by someone who chose not to be. And it's like, well, you don't know that. Like, breakthrough cases are rare, but they happen. Mm -hmm. She got one. Maybe she got it from somebody who also had a breakthrough case. Just making that up. But yeah. th- this is the craziest thing when they say stuff like we must protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. And I'm like, I don't understand what that means. Cuz you can get I don't understand that, what but, that but means so either. the response from many of these people on the left has been we're saying that the unvaccinated are loading up hospital beds and congesting, you know, the, the hospitals. And I was like, "Oh, so we should protect the fit from the fat." Oh. So fat I, people yeah, should get the boot from the from the hospital for triage for only the healthy people? Well, mm-hmm. and of course,
2: that was Mayor Michael Bloomberg's thing when he was the mayor of New York. He had, he wanted a, uh, I think he passed it. There was like an extra tax on big gulps or yes, something right. like yeah. that. I don't know if that yeah. passed. It I know passed
3: we, and
5: then it got but, repealed a year later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I know <laughs> it was he's, there for a minute.
5: He, he's the guy who famously said, tax the poor. Unironically, literally said, poor people are too stupid to know what to buy. So if we take their money from them and buy it for them, they'll be better off.
3: Yeah, I don't see how this country stays. I'm having a bit of a problem when they're like the the vaccinated people are can maybe contract it from the unvaccinated, but it's also from what I've learned in the animal population. So technically, someone could contract it from an animal like a dog.
5: I don't I don't know about that. We we talked about it before, and people have mentioned animal. What's it called? Animal uh, reservoir. Yes. Yeah. So that COVID can be transferred, and it can be in cats and stuff. We know it can be in bats. But I think think there there was something that was a study or whatever or an article that said when it does transfer to animals, it doesn't transfer back.
3: But they said people got it from a bat, right?
5: If that's the case, then there you go. And and so that's the argument. And there's
3: Chinese studies that it's in ice cream? like. It, I, <laughs> you keep there bringing that up. because no, yeah. they did ice one cream. article about it, and where did it go? It was in the in the food supply. People need to understand that Ian eats a lot of
0: ice cream. Not <laughs> cream. anymore.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Count me out.
0: That's
3: bad. Well, that's why the
1: origin does matter in an uncensored public debate about everything related to this, because that's what science is. Science is a public debate that has access to the full spectrum of information so for anyone who says that they defend science but they're all about getting rid of misinformation well actually uh, you're not really helping the scientific process to play out well
5: that, that's that's the meme it's like we believe in uh, you know all of the scientists agree and then a scientist goes actually i have something to say and they go banned from social media all of the scientists agree mm-hmm. so you got a bunch of doctors that have been talking about alternative therapies and stuff but they get banned from every every platform. So it's like when they say a doc, this is what I love. I keep, I keep, I keep telling people like go see, go see a doctor you trust. Mm. Don't just take it from celebrities or TV doctors. And it was really funny when leftists started attacking me for that. And I'm like, why, why are you mad at me? And they're like, you're just scaring people. It's safe. They should go to the parking lot at the 7-Eleven and get their vaccine from the, you know, the pop-ups that they do. And I was like, they should talk to their doctor first and then go to the pop-up. And they're like, no. And you know why? Because some doctors might give you better more personalized advice and oppose their political medical opinions.
2: Well, these are the same people who definitely don't want women to see ultrasounds before they right. go through with abortions. They really don't want women to see that. Oh, yeah. Cause then so like, hey, they oppose baby. those laws. And then, you know, because if you see an ultrasound, I was pregnant one time and uh, you see the ultrasound and it's crazy. You're like, oh, oh my God, that's my baby. That's so, a Texas does life. That. Texas requires
5: that they really complain about that stuff, like forcing you to see an ultrasound. That's it's like forcing you
2: to see the life inside your body. Oh, strange, how crazy. What are
5: you going to do when the booster happens in New York?
2: Oh, I'm not. I don't think I'm getting get a booster
5: because there have been a bunch of studies saying any, you don't need it.
2: I don't have any interest in getting it. Um,
5: but then, what do you do? What happens when they're like fully vaccinated now means booster shots every five months?
2: I don't know. You know. I gotta say. You can leave. I'm at like, I'm sort of at a total loss. I keep, uh, <laughs> I keep looking for other places to live. You know what it is? It's interesting. I don't have anything tying me to New York. I used to have a lot of things tying me to New York. Mm-hmm. Like lots and lots of things. And now I have like, there's no reason for yeah. me to be there. Uh, there's also no reason for me to be anywhere else. I basically have no reason to be anywhere at there, all. There is a reason to be somewhere <laughs> else. There, but there is a reason there's to be so somewhere else. There's, there's a reason to be somewhere else. But right. which other Where, else? Yeah. Which else? Well, well, hold on. Which else should I be in? Montana. That works. Montana. You're
5: closer to Canada and those post-millennial peeps, right? Yeah, they're, they're in they're Vancouver, a, right?
2: No. They're, oh. in, they're in Quebec. Oh, oh up really? Up by North yeah. New Hampshire. They speak French? I Not think. really. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's
1: a big super volcano in, Mon- well. in
5: Montana. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh yo, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but uh uh Andy knows up in Portland.
2: Uh, go to Bozeman. Yeah. That's a
5: college town, I'm sure it's very blue. These yeah, it's are options. Blue. I
2: will put them on the map. You should see my map. It's ridiculous. I could hey. go here, I could go there. You uh, go to my Idaho. whole thing, I mean, the other thing too that I uh I've only ever lived in the northeast, mm-hmm. right? Like I've Maine. lived in I've never lived in Maine. Maine's great. Blueberry is kind of nice. I actually went up to Maine
3: with Bill one time on vacation. The water is freezing. Well, sure, yeah. And they have black flies. Uh Those big things, they bite you.
2: They have green ones in New Jersey. You know what they do? They, 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 when they bite you, it's not really quite a bite at first. It's like these little scissors, Ah. these scissors jaws, and they slice away at your, Whoa. skin and then they <laughs> bury their face inside and suck your blood out that way that's wow. why the bite hurts so oh much. yeah it's I not like a that. little needle it's no. like up in there wow, yeah. wow. those yeah. are like those
3: black mosquitoes they look engineered have you ever seen one of those up close they look like robots
2: oh, no. or the ones with, I like the, one with like the 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 pattern found them
3: oh I, don't, I haven't seen that they're little no? stripy
2: things those things are yeah, yeah i think too. that's they might... they're terrible they're like leopard mosquitoes what or is something. it Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday
3: I
4: will
2: call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family.
5: No purchase necessary. VGW group, were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and
2: conditions apply. Uh, if you I don't know, if you Doctor Seuss Mosquitoes. If you go to
5: <laughs> Maine, right, you're in the Northeast, mm-hmm. and you can get a big plot or, or hey, wait a minute. New Hampshire.
2: Hey. New Hampshire. Do you know I have a lot of family there? Thanks. There you go. Look hey. at that. So you got reason
5: to leave New York and reason to be in New Hampshire. Perhaps. And perhaps, you can do whatever perhaps. you want for the most part. Mm-hmm. You can have chickens. Chickens?
2: We're,
5: we're big fans. Yeah. We are the biggest are fans. Chickens. Has there been a secession
2: <laughs> in any a country, country in Hot recent? <laughs> has there a been secession? any form of
1: an actual se- secession in common you know, memory?
5: Or in here, the U.S.? Right? Or like anywhere? I no, no, mean, anywhere. Part Common? of
2: Idaho is trying, or what? part of Oregon is trying yeah. to yeah, secede to Idaho.
5: When did the whole Sudanese thing happen with Sudan and South Sudan? That was, pro- I that mean, was a while ago. Yeah, so probably not in our lifetime unless, uh, look, I'll be honest. Super I chats. I, I, yeah, super yes, chats. Yes, I wouldn't so know what <laughs> i my head. I'm sure a <out> lot <laughs> of people are going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, look at these countries and look mm-hmm. at that. There's a bunch of different people across the United States trying to secede. You've well, got there, the state of Jefferson. A You've got uh, a, a district in Colorado trying to join Wyoming.
2: The Czech Republic and Slovakia, they split up. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We had all kinds that? of Eastern Bloc stuff. That was what ninety. Oh yeah, ninety two, ninety three. The Soviet
5: Union collapsed. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Okay. We
2: had all of those, all of those Baltic states.
5: But, but it's not the same thing, no. Like, I, I guess it is. I guess w- once they just break apart, the union no longer exists.
2: Well, it's it's definitely different. The United States is different. It it's different worldwide, right? When the U.S. Um, the U.S. is the beacon of freedom. It's all of these things that we. American exceptionalists say that it is. And it's these things in part because we say it is. And it's these things in part because of our history. When the U.S., if the U.S. crumbles, if the U.S. loses freedom and liberty, then the world loses those things. It's not just us. It's I, the I, entire world. Yep.
5: I, I just want people to realize something. I want to imagine something. I mean, Australia
2: we, is not a free place. Nope. Right.
5: We, we, we know that the people, I, the, the, the you know, I love to cite the, the poll on economics that Democrats think the economy is doing fairly well, but Independence Republicans think it's doing fairly bad, which is objectively true, especially with the latest like inflation numbers and and all that stuff and the the forecasting down to the GDP and things like that, which Jack still says is still pretty good. But anyway, I I digress. I want you to imagine these people who live in California who voted for Gavin Newsom. They adamantly believe you are in a death cult. And it's funny because you'll see it on Reddit, you'll see it on Twitter. They say, these people are in a death cult. And you're like, it's really weird how in this political faction, we can have liberals, moderate, centrist, conservatives, religious folk, all having discussions and debates on a variety of issues, all disagreeing, but agreeing on liberty and principle, and then being told they're in a cult. And then you have the completely homogenous f- faction on the left, believing they're not in the cult, but they just believe whatever they're told on TV. My favorite is when you go to like r slash politics on Reddit, and there'll be a headline that's an outright lie. And if you actually click the article, you'll see it's not true. But all of the comments are like, we're so smart, and it's true. So I want you to imagine those kind of pe- those people. Then I want you to imagine an actual conflict breaking out. And they're telling themselves and their friends and their families, the dangerous Trump death cultists are trying to take this country, and we have to stop them. The insurrection, all of that stuff, which they genuinely believe. Yeah, they're going to fight. They're going to fight believing that they're right. And then people like us are going to be sitting here being like, yo, a bunch of crazy people are trying to push crazy, nonsensical things on everyone else. The, the point I'm trying to make is there is no remedying the divide. It's impossible.
3: It's not, it's well, not possible. I mean, that's, a, that's an extreme statement. It it's might be possible. It might be possible. I'm thinking about about Hitler abusing the, the media to to drive people crazy and, and, and radicalize people. And now the media has driven people crazy and is radicalizing people. But there's no Hitler. There's no there's no cult leader. They they did away. With, they don't need it anymore. For somehow they did they, they didn't need it, a cult leader. Let me, let me let me let me pull up this story and then I'll go into detail. Um, this is from Reuters. Pelosi
5: predicts what's his name would fail in 2024 House run. Well, that's the headline, but I think they bury the lead. At the end of the, the article, we see, we see this. I say to my Republican friends and I do have some take back your party Pelosi said you have now been hijacked by a cult that is just not good for our country dude there's no there's no remedying this mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi is what she's 80 years old she's
2: older she is, than that isn't she 82,
5: she 82 she is as crooked as they come Joe Biden got a prosecutor Fired in Ukraine because he was—I well, won't say because—but he was investigating Barisma, a company his son was on the was a, was a board of director on one of the board of directors. Joe Biden flew his son on Air Force Two to China to negotiate a private equity deal. Joe Biden, just when he was put in charge of Iraq, all of a sudden his brother gets these lucrative contracts for doing construction in Iraq. The dude is as crooked as they come. We know it. And Pelosi has the nerve to say that. Everyone else is in the cult. You cannot convince Pelosi voters who keep empowering that crooked, corrupt behavior that they are empowering crooked, cro- look at this. Gavin Newsom just won.
2: Yeah.
5: They won't even recall a guy who says, you're not allowed to go outside, but I'm going to go to a
2: restaurant without wearing a mask. I think they just really like his hair. Yeah. I think, I think we're, we're,
5: whole, we're, dealing with, with, with NPC lemming type, whatever the, look at, you see, Pen sitting there yeah. with with Newsom giving a thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, that's crazy. These people have gone insane. Pendulette was a was a Cato libertarian.
2: Yeah, he was a question authority guy. And now
5: he's sitting there with the guy who's ruling by decree with a thumbs up. Happy it's happening. They've lost their minds.
2: Well, they're using crisis as a reason to abandon our traditions and our representative government and they're saying that because it's a crisis We now get to abandon all the rules and do these executive and, you know, overarching things. And what's being missed, of course, is that it's during a crisis. It's when things are at their most dire that you have to hold fast to your principles and to your values and to your traditions of government. For sure. What we need is a representative government. And what we have is executives all over the country making their own Determinations. Even the governors, where I agree with what they're doing, which I would say in a lot of cases, I agree with DeSantis. I agree with some of Abbott's stuff as well. I don't agree with how it's being done. I think it's being done in a completely garbage way. It's being yeah. done in a way that undermines the very values of our nation. And it's not It's I, just I, not I, okay. But you said also that these people are going to fight, right? These like, uh, the Newsom-supporting Pelosi types, right? They're not going to fight. No, no,
5: no, no. I'm not They're saying they They're going to every... get the
2: government to fight for them. And then what's everybody else going and to And who do?
5: are the people who are in the police departments and in the right. Army? It's those people. Because right now in the Army, you have that lieutenant colonel who resigned and said, I will not abide by this tyranny. I will not stand for the critical right. race theory. All of these, like, rational-thinking individuals are like, I am out. Who will be left holding the weapons? So I'm not saying your average sitting at home filling out a mail-in ballot Gavin Newsom supporter is going to be in the streets yelling and you know flinging torches or something but a decent percentage of these people who go march in the streets with the doing the communist salute the red salute while they're protesting those people will fight antifa will act as partisan right. engaging in violence to to gain political power and territory the police who remain are gradually becoming more and more pro establishment authoritarian The libertarian minded people are quitting and resigning from the military and the police departments, so it's only a matter of time.
1: Well, there's also parallel economies and governments that are being formed right now in crypto. And, like, the crypto economy that is forming in parallel is actually the funny part, you know, you brought up uh, anarcho communists and libertarians in the beginning, like, in New Hampshire, they both support Bitcoin and crypto because it's a fair sort of, you know, Permissionless system that anyone can participate in. So there are actually proposals for network states. Like Balaji, who's a you know really interesting crypto uh, character, has proposed the idea of a, of a network state. And so, like, we have all the typical geopolitical stuff happening, but we also have a crypto digital situation this is, forming.
5: This is the, the the piece of the puzzle people need to understand. You, when you bank, we were talking about this in the members segment last night. When you bank, there's no money; it's a ledger. That's how your bank, banking works. I talked to my bank after there was an error and it was a problem, and they basically said, we write down that you have this number, and then when you say you, you want to transfer it, we erase the number, and the other bank writes down you have the number. Money never exchanged, right? Cryptocurrency is an alternate decentralized ledger that allows funds to, to move around the world outside of the U.S. financial system. If there was going to be any kind of conflict in the U.S., it would require support, means of communication and funding. And with decentralized communications becoming more and more prominent, particularly when we see crypto, the U.S. government can, let's say it gets to the point where people are fighting in the streets. They are, but I mean like overt political factions with new flags. New Hampshire secedes, the federal government's moving in, and they say, we're going to cut off all their bank accounts. We're going to seize their funds and seize their assets. And they go, this is New Hampshire. We use Bitcoin here. You can't do anything to stop it. This allows people to exchange value outside of the U.S. government, and it strips the U.S. government of the ability to do anything about it, which means resistance can be funded. So if people, whether it's Antifa claiming to be the resistance, they'll get funding through crypto. A lot of these alt-right dudes were getting massive amounts of money through crypto. The government has no control. But Antifa too. That's what, what I'm saying. Th- yeah. And Yeah, and, and, and that's an important thing, and I think it's important not to— you know, make
1: it like government versus crypto, because that's really not what the situation is. We just saw El Salvador, you know, Bitcoin is legal tender in El right. Salvador. Yeah. Now, we want to encourage the U.S. to adopt Bitcoin because that is in the interest of the U.S. it's going to make the U.S. stronger. No, it if, isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Absolutely. The U.S. has one export. You know, yeah, what it we is? were
2: talking about this before. It's the
1: petrodollar. OK, that's yeah. fine. And that's going to be happening. But, you know, they they can't stop the momentum. So you know, partici- so it is very, very bad for U.S. hegemony that we that we will lose the petrodollar. That's fair, but you want to be you know ready for the next evolution, and if you're not, that's why like a lot of investors will simultaneously fund the competitors to their own investments.
5: Yeah, hedge in their bet. Yeah, it's like when you go to the roulette table and you're like, you get you've got first and you know you know the first, second, and third quadrant, so you bet on two of them hoping that it's like a greater chance of winning, but you win slightly less. That's basically
3: what it is. Bill, tell me about this network state thing, because I've I've been thinking about something. Well, I don't know too much
1: about it, but so we have DAOs, which are decentralized autonomous organizations where people are essentially voting with crypto tokens on various proposals around different projects. And the projects are governed by... The token holders of the project and it's all you know cryptographically secured and it's a public ledger and so you could you know when you talk about systems for voting you know why not move voting systems to cryptographic systems i mean that's obvious so and
5: that's really what there's still a lot of challenges there oh yeah yeah like how yeah. do you how do you uh, get someone how do how does someone register into the system to be able to vote using crypto
1: Well, there would have to be some sort of connection between the decentralized identity like in the crypto wallet tied to like a driver's license. So, you know, if a state was actually going to become like a network crypto state, then it would have to be sort of connecting its its database of identities with the actual
5: crypto addresses. How do you clean voter rolls? Like clean? L- what do you mean? People die.
2: Yeah, you have to get people off the rolls at some point.
5: Yeah, and then all of a sudden you've got IDs. Like someone passes away, and then a week later someone's like, "I got access to their crypto," and you know. So so a good, it, no, there's definitely edge cases that have. Well, to I, get, I, yeah. I, I do think there is some. You know, we should look dead at, people are voting now anyway, but <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, there, there was like, uh, what was it like a couple dozen? people were found in one particular jurisdiction, but be, I don't, I don't want to make it seem yeah, like Yeah, I, I don't millions know that. Of, I'm just, that's a, that's I'm a saying, meme. am yeah. saying, well, there
2: was an old joke in Philadelphia, yeah. which is notoriously shady uh, politically, and there was a long-standing Republican on his deathbed, and his best friend is this Democratic operative, and the guy says, you know, well, at least as he's dying, at least I never voted Democrat, and his friend says, don't worry, you will. <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, but... I heard that joke I, like, I, 25 years ago i think
5: there is some promise with crypto in in terms of voting but i do think we can't overlook the fact that let's say new hampshire does because they want to put this thing on the ballot new hampshire wants to secede and in 2022 people will be able to check off yep we want to secede now apparently a bunch of establishment people are like no it's bad we don't want to do this let's say they do they don't got to worry about funding they don't got to worry about being cut off they don't got to worry about the federal government being like, we sacrificed blood and treasure for your admittance to the union. and We will not let you leave. They'll be like, what are you going to do about it? We get our funding through decentralized Internet, you know, networks. We fund each other and people in New Hampshire are armed to the teeth. So, what, I mean, what would really happen in circumstance Would the feds storm in the National Guard, the army and try and shut the state down and
3: usurp civilian authority? They would fight for I-95. I-95 runs through Vermont um, and it connects Maine. And what's the one right south of there?
2: South of Maine, Maine and
3: Massachusetts. They would yeah. sanction. They would, and they shut would off block off their Portland. Yeah, they take ninety. They try to. The federal government would try to take I ninety five back and I, shut New I, Hampshire off from the coast. I do I don't. They
2: take the. How would they take tanks. the coast? You think? They oh would yeah. If, if someone tried to,
3: to secede from the U S., they'd bring up the entire for, the entire military force to stop it. Okay,
2: now I really want to see this. I'm happen. not convinced. <laughs> <decided>. What else <laughs> can you do if someone tries to
3: leave your union? I mean, you have to as a governor. Look at Brexit. Know?
2: Yeah, they didn't do it. They <laughs> couldn't do anything about it. That was Europe.
5: But but still, like we're at a point where, like even Scotland, if if Scotland really did vote for independence, what can they do? Are we going to see a whole nother campaign to go claim Scotland for the crown? The, the only reason I, I think, think,
2: think they're I think they're uh, working on that, right? Right. right. So my Scotland my point is, a new...
5: we are beyond the era of violence within to a certain extent. What I mean is, people will not tolerate conflict. And so if New Hampshire says, here's our list of grievances, here's the problem, and then images start emerging of, like, New Hampshire residents being beaten and dragged, the rest of the country would be like, stop, stop, what are you doing? This is bad. We don't care about New Hampshire. The federal government would freak out, but people in Idaho are going to be like, whoa. I'll tell you this. If people in New Hampshire really did vote to secede and it was like, boom, there it is, We we have people mentioning in Super Chat that they have it in their constitution that they can Then if the federal government moves in, a bunch of other states are going to file lawsuits. They're going to make declarations. Basically what happened in the original civil war, the the original, the first one in the United States. (laughs) The
2: original. I like that.
5: Several states seceded from the union. The union soldiers were at Fort Sumter. And when conflict started, I think it was seven more states that went, whoa, we're out. We're done. The moment you started attacking... States. That yeah, I see. I ninety five is
3: Fort Sumter. If they try and block the road from Massachusetts to Maine by taking it to a new country, then the government would try and take it back, and that would be like a. Fort There's Sumter another moment. thing
2: too, which is uh, Southern New Hampshire is mostly just a bedroom community for Boston. Mm. So, yeah. a lot of people who live in that sub- little Southern New Hampshire area that borders on Massachusetts work in Boston or work in Massachusetts. Um, and I don't think they want to get cut off from their jobs. I think I don't think they want to like lose their jobs because they can't get across the border if there's some sort of issue. Yo, I wonder let me, what that let, would me be like. let,
5: let me say I, I'm not gonna I'm not a historian to tell you about the Soviet Union or anything like that. But they lasted I think 69 years and then collapsed. They broke apart. The United States we got like 250, a little bit more than that. It's possible. That there, that we we suffer a
3: similar dissolution. When I'm thinking of network states, I was visualizing like a way for us to vote across a network for things that aren't local. Because localization has changed now; you can have a conversation with anyone anywhere. Um, it doesn't matter. And so that we would we would have a, a system of voting where I could vote alongside someone in North Dakota for something that goes on in, in Texas. But then if the power goes out, we default back to this local system, or we could have both those systems in parallel. Because the United States is changing, and it will. It, it, are, like, are you
2: thinking of like something more along the lines of a completely direct democracy where everybody votes on everything? That'd be terrible.
3: No, not necessarily. You could still have a representation if you mm-hmm. wanted, but more of a, a, a an interconnected system of voting that isn't based on where you live. It's it's based on what you do, and so the people that do certain things could vote on that thing. And you know, that know what the problem. You, know, you know
5: what the problem is. Uh, the system of government they have that we have is is beyond brilliant. I, I, I reflect on the U.S. government. I'm just like, man, did these dudes work it out. So you look at the, the reason we, we, we vote the way we do. We have districts. We've got counties. Is that we want to protect, say, there's a small town that's got a, a water reservoir. And the people all move there and they share and they bask in this water and they protect it. And then a neighboring county says, we want it. We want to vote to take it. So we actually have a weighted vote system with the Electoral College to grant some protection, some defense. The United States has, has the ability of minority rule. You know, two, uh, democracy is two wolves and a lamb deciding on what's for lunch. A republic is a well-armed lamb contesting the vote. So that's, that's really, really important. The problem is we've become a completely nationalized uh, information economy. So where it used to be that your local news outlet had your city that you would learn about, and they still exist for sure now, people are increasingly increasingly getting their news from national sources. There was a joke, I think it was, I think it was 30 Rock, actually, because I've been watching it, where, where they were like, and now back to national radio, that doesn't make sense for you because we're, it's it's hot out there, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's <laughs> cold. Yeah. Could be. And so, what happens then is people vote based on these overtly national issues. So when you talk about, you've talked to Ian, be- Ian before, you, you, Ian, you've talked before about Direct democracy in a republic system, meaning I think I, what you mean is we still have the jurisdictions. We still have a, a defense for a minority, for minority, you know, smaller, less populated areas to have their votes heard. But instead of sending a representative, they just issue a county yes or no yes. as opposed to having a rep go a do A direct it. republic. The problem with that is, which is interesting, is that these people aren't paying attention to the local issues anymore. So when Nestle comes in and starts guzzling up all their water and destroying it, they don't know about it. So then when there's a vote put up where it's like, should Nestle be allowed to take water from reservoirs? They go, sure, why not? And then it's like, oh, wait, that's our water. I didn't know that because we don't pay attention locally anymore. Mm. So that's regardless of whether they use your system or anything else. That is one of the key problems right now. Like AOC would not have gotten elected elected or reelected were it not for the fact that she's got donors all over the country in small pockets funneling money into her district which she's supposed to represent but she represents the interests of a mass of twitter socialists
2: yes that's right with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
5: dearly
1: beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom
2: sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time
3: no lucky land casino with
4: cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: I, I don't really see her representing much of the Bronx. No, I mean, menstruators? <laughs> I, I tell you this. go to The a, birthing people of the Bronx. Right. I mean, she's really. a birthing people, right? <laughs> yeah, she's a... Go into the Bronx. Her and Cory Bush.
5: Go up to a, a Latina mom. And ask her, as a birthing person, how she feels about, you know, gang violence. And she'll be like, what? She might laugh.
3: Depends on how you say it, but yeah.
5: (laughs) I think she'll say, what? (laughs) Yeah. Okay? And you'll be like, birthing person. You know, AOC is a Congress birthing person. Mm -hmm. No one talks like that, and she's not representing the people of her district. The problem is these people don't know or don't care, and they vote for it. Like Nancy Pelosi said, people would vote for this glass of water if you put a D on it. That's what that, that's what she said. That's what she said about her district and AOC's. Mm. You put a D on a glass of water, and people will, will will
3: elect it. The uninformed voting. How do you solve that? Now that's another conversation. Completely. Well, it, the
2: the thing about the uninformed voting is we've completely crippled crippled our educational system. So it's not like people are learning anything in schools at this point. We have uninformed voters. I think by design.
5: Oh yeah, schools are just corruption I think that's, factories. I think that's part of it. Let me let me let me tell you where we're at, my friends. We got the story. I want to pull up. "Quote: We need to stiffen our spines and lean in to keeping people safe and healthy." Governor Newsom says his recall success proves Democrats need to get tougher with COVID restrictions, so there can be peace. Awesome.
2: They're going to give us that last part. I added that wasn't
5: in the headline. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so basically, what happened was, was, uh, since the recall failed. Gavin Newsom stood up before the, the the state legislature in California and says, the attempt on my governorship has left me scarred and deformed <laughs> and I will reform California into the first you know cal- state, no, no, think, state 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 yeah. empire It's just I'm not kidding, the but government's
2: responsibility to keep us safe that's not mm-hmm. their job that's not what they that's not what they've been tasked to do by the voters that's not what they were tasked to do by you know the founding fathers who all managed to find themselves in the same place at the exact right time
5: but here's here's the issue. They tried to recall Newsom, and a bunch of conservatives said he's going to now punish the people of California with harsher lockdowns, and he's doing it. And
2: he's going to. I mean, right after the election, that's when LA put in place their Vax Pass yep. rules. Yep. They waited till right after the election.
5: I, I, I got to be honest. I really do think that, like Newsom was sitting in his office like this, you know, looking at the TV. And then when CNN was like, "We call," you know, Wolf Blitzer comes on. It looks like a landslide victory for Newsom. He went, "Yes, that's Um, how I I imagine the guy."
2: That's a really good evil villain laugh. I was just trying to imitate um, Doctor Evil. Evil. Yeah, Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah,
5: that's good. and then everyone around him's like, "Ha ha!" They're laughing. Yeah, that's that's how I imagine it. Because now he's like. You know, you just imagine Gavin Newsom looking over. Who's the lieutenant governor? And he's like, can we put more lockdowns on Los Angeles? Let's punish the people there. Mm-hmm. Let's make them like, really hurt. That would be fun, wouldn't it? I think that's it? what
2: de Blasio is doing. I think he's oh, yeah, intentionally he punishing New York City.
5: Did they ever get the sand out of the skate park? Uh, they did. Oh, Jesus. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that okay. was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised skateboarders didn't show up with like leaf blowers, start blowing it out. But mm-hmm. they did go there and sweep. And, and I feel like, like vacuum anyway. would be more effective. Yeah. But isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? How like how crazy is it that people still want to live in these places? I guess the issue is a dumb population is an easily controlled population. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know why anyone would willingly move to New York at this point, or California, or really any of these places. Illinois. I was
5: talking to a family member. And they're my family's in Chicago, and they said it's it's miserable, it's awful, oh, like it's it's, f- it's worse than it's ever been. Like, is you it a
2: crime or is it no? No, it's the lockdowns. The, the, there's lockdowns in Chicago.
5: Yeah, so it. I don't know exactly what's going on, um, but I have family in the suburbs, and they're like everyone's like you you, you can't you can't go anywhere without a mask. They've got mandates popping up all over the place. The schools are freaking out. It's like authoritarian nightmare
2: in brooklyn it's back to everybody walking around with masks on outside yeah like fools and And i'm just walking around like a normal person without my mask on because why because i was i i've done the vaccination i've done the thing that they said and it's just it's never enough it's never going to be enough
5: let's talk about two americas there's two americas right now in new york people walk around outside wearing masks in west virginia people walk around outside wearing their ar-15s which yeah. one would you want to live in? No, I no. mean this seriously though. Obviously not everybody in West Virginia is walking around with like a rifle and they're yeah. like looking around. But there are people who do – That we, we went to uh, – uh, we were driving through Virginia. And Virginia is not a good example but we were on our way to central West Virginia. And there's like people at restaurants and they're strapped. They got their guns and stuff. And so you think about the two different Americas. The people in New York would probably – scream and freak oh, out Oh, they would some... freak out. Yeah. They
2: would freak out. Like
5: there's that, that photo of a guy and he's got a You're not allowed gun. to
2: like carry guns in New York. You're not allowed to have concealed. You're not allowed to carry well, openly. Well, there's unless, none of that.
5: Unless you're an agent of the state. Right. Uh, if which they the, like.
2: Yeah. The so cops are allowed to. When
5: I'm, when I'm in, uh, you know, people have asked me like if I was in West Virginia and I saw a guy walking around with like a bunch of guns and like an AR-15 and like a shotgun, would you like run? What would you do? And I'd be like, I probably wouldn't think anything at all. I, I I, wouldn't. I'm like, oh, that guy's got guns. Now, if he had, like, carrying a ton of guns, I would especially not worry. You know why? He's not going to be able
2: to move around.
5: <laughs> so, like, you see someone with a gun. I'm like, I see people driving cars all the time. I never expect a car to veer off the road and slam into me. You know, I don't expect a person to pull out a gun and shoot at me.
2: I always expect the car to veer off the road <laughs> <laughs> and get me. Well, no, like. that's New York, I guess, right? <laughs> no, I mean, even just driving. Up, I've only had my license for like, literally a year. Uh but, yeah, when I drive around, I think, like, it would be so easy to kill me right now. Isn't that crazy? People just go, simul- I used to,
3: when I was a kid, I'd be like, what if everyone in the world wanted to, all of a sudden just wanted to kill me? How yeah. long could I survive? <laughs> five
2: seconds. Like five <laughs> yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. There's nowhere yeah, to you, well. No, we're so vulnerable. We're incredibly vulnerable creatures.
5: That's why we need exosuits, like yes. Gundams. And that's what we should do. All of the profits from Timcast Media will be funneled into an R&D project for building the first – mobile suit gundam and then when the antifa up to my house i'll be like fly off into space mm-hmm.
2: what it really means is that we have to accept risk as a component of existence We yeah. need to be relatively fearless in the face of that we need to know that we're going to die that we can't just be protected all of the time we need to accept that we need to revel in it and we need to step out our front doors Willingly and accept all of that, you With, know, accept that we're not safe and that it's fine. It's fine to not be safe. Yes, but it's but, good to take risks. If we don't take risks, that we have no but, reward. But this is
5: the issue: is that of course we know that, of course the people watching know this, but the cult doesn't care. No, like they want to win. They want to crush you. It's fun. But look at
2: what look at what they want. They want to go to school for. They want to have secondary and whatever education for free. If they've oh. paid for it, they want it to. They want that money back or they want to not have to pay for it. They want rent to be fully covered. They want the government to pay out, uh, money e- endlessly if you don't have a job or if you just don't want to get a job or whatever. They want to require businesses to pay certain wages, um, you know, higher than the current minimum wage. They want to do all of these things in order to, control society in order to regulate how everybody is to live their lives. And there's no room to... I mean, where are the artists going to come from? Where are the entrepreneurs going to come from? Where are the explorers going to come from? The left has completely forgotten that in our hearts we are a race of explorers.
5: The left is a Picasso painting. And the right is like an Ikea instruction pamphlet.
2: <laughs> if what you're saying is we have no conservative culture, you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I mean that is... That is an
5: issue. <laughs> the, the right is like very straightforward and here's what we believe. Here's why we believe it. Here's what we want. Here's what we're going to do. And then they kind of just like... It's not used. It's, it's tossed to the side right. and then someone tries jamming the thing together without actually... And crappy materials. And yes. And the Poor left tools. is a Picasso painting <laughs> where you're like, I think that's a person. Your policies are a mishmash that come together and it's not a readable document. So I, I love the, the easiest example to understand why a lot of, a lot of uh, leftist policies make no sense. Uh, we'll use the Green New Deal. When they started talking about a Green New Deal, I was like, ooh, oh, I, I like how this sounds. What are you saying? Like, we'll allocate government funding from like war R&D into like renewable energies. Maybe. Oh, would, Oh, what if they start doing infrastructure projects? To reduce our, 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 dependence on foreign, foreign energy and things like that. And create, uh, maybe fusion ignition. A green new deal sounds pretty good. A major jobs project that works us towards energy independence. That'll make us more, that'll, that'll improve the economy. And then AOC comes out and goes, free college and free healthcare. And, and if you're, if you're a different, if you're not white, we'll give it to you first. And I'm like, that That's not a green has anyone proposed a green New deal like you just said? No, why? <laughs> okay, well, well, to be fair, probably but Aoc's green New Deal was like, and you'll get free college, and people who aren't white will get reparations or something like that. I don't think she actually said reparations, but it was like identitarian, free college. Then, then then, you had on a website saying, like, we need to stop air travel and farting cows. And I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Literally said oh, farting no. cows. And I'm like, dude, I made a video where I was like, a Green New Deal sounds great. Because we've been nation building in other countries for so long. We talked about it here. We were like, what if we did nation building in our own country?
2: That would be actually yeah, kind of a cool. A Green
5: New Deal, right? Oh, yeah. Instead, what we get from the progressives is this mishmash of social justice trash that has nothing to do with the environment. But we also, but
2: also don't, don't – Go ahead. No, go
1: ahead. We don't get enough – from like like we said, there
5: hasn't been a counter proposal that oh, is the obvious we, enough. The Republicans Ex- are trash. Exactly. The, the Republicans yeah. are like the, the Democrats. Go. We would like to infringe upon your right to keep and bear arms, and the Republicans just are like, no, don't, no, don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then one by one, more and more laws come in, and then you'll get these Republicans who are like, uh, I, I don't think it's a good bill. And we shouldn't we shouldn't pass a law restricting infringing the rights to keep and bear arms. And then their aide will lean over and go, "The New York Times just called you a Nazi." I I I always wanted to ban guns. I was I was the first one who wanted to do it. And so step by step, our rights are being eroded, particularly Second Amendment. And Republicans don't come out and say, "I would like to repeal all the NFA." Like where is the Republican? Literally, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Lauren Boebert, can you please propose repealing the NFA? Why won't even Lauren Boebert do that? She's, like, like the pro gun Republican. Maybe she has. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: A but I certainly I think, think she come
5: out and be like, NFA, gone.
2: I think a lot of this comes down to there not being any conservative culture. I mean, these values that you're talking about, um, you know, and I think freedom of speech is actually well under attack as well, but it's being attacked more from the corporate side, fully backed by the federal government. Um but we don't have a conservative culture movement that shows these values, that gives uh, voice to these concerns in a way that uh, shows up every day on people's, you know, TikTok streams or no TV shows or movies or in books or anywhere. You know, we just don't see it. I was um, listening to uh, Jack Posobiec has a new podcast and he was talking about his children's book. Um Which is like an anti communist book for kids. We're at the point where we need anti communist books for kids. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) What what is this? You know, and I think a lot of this has to do with the failure of the conservative movement to provide entertainment options or anything that people want to consume.
1: I think people are are correct. I mean, I'm personally allergic to identifying left or right in the first place. I just I can't make myself do it. So, and I think that that's quite common with the youth. So, you know, I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, I, I feel
5: like the labels are just dead. Well, sure. well no, 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 let, let's be real. I mean,
2: all the forms are known. Left and yeah.
3: right
5: are. They used to mean; they
3: sort of meant something. It was the French. The French is right.
5: from French Parliament. The but people I mean, have like, sat on the left and the people have sat on the right. It, it, it's completely meaningless today. It's neat. They're, they're from the revolutionaries. Yeah, the right were reactionaries opposing. They were, they, they didn't want to have a revolution. Uh, it's 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 tribal it's tribal signifiers at this point. If you are in favor of the democratic establishment, you are typically the left. If you are in opposition to the establishment politics, which includes neocons, Republicans, and never Trumpers, then you are on the right. Whether you believe in right-wing politics or not, it's meaningless. So basically, I can be like, I'm pro-choice. I would like universal health care. And they're like Tim's right wing. And I'm like, tell me which politician I would vote for <laughs> in the Republican Party, if that's the case. Because I was like, Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew Yang seem all right. And then, you know, I have my criticisms of, the, of them as well. I I would vote for Rand Paul because he seems to be like the only principled. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. That's not fair. Thomas Massey's is pretty awesome, too. But there's like very few actually principled people in in government at all. And then even when I do look at people like Ted Cruz or Hawley, I'm like, I just don't agree outside of the liberty stuff. So politically homeless, I guess. But it doesn't matter if you believe in freedom. That's the right because you, you, you'll see yeah, this freedom people. is political.
1: And that absolutely. That, what was the New York Times? Evelyn? I don't know which or one. They were saying like the the right-wing freedom chanting. Remember? Freedom chanting. They, freedom in in chanting. Cuba, they were chanting. Oh, right, oh, right, 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 right. And then
2: the White House was like, they just they just want more vaccines. That's, look, that's look, what they're where, looking where,
5: for. Where is anybody on the actual left to say mandating vaccines is wrong? Now, there have been some Black Lives Matter protesters saying vaccine mandates are wrong. Legit.
2: Weren't there some outside the CDC in Atlanta today backing I don't, I don't Nicki Minaj? They were,
5: if they were Black Lives Matter, though, oh, were they not? Yeah, I don't know, but but they it, it was a bunch of young black people who are protesting, saying Nicki Minaj was correct, Fauci's lying. So what ends up happening is you do have your overarching, you know, um, conservative ink, and then you have establishment left, which includes. The, the faux progressives, these big YouTube channels and streamers who claim to be on the left, but then like buy themselves extravagant houses or try to union bust in their own companies. So left and right,
3: you know, when, so, you know? when someone says something, something, because I'm on the right, Jack said it a couple of times last night. I didn't say anything about it, but it, when they do that, I'm here's my label. They've lost. They've fallen in the swamp and they sunk and they died. You cannot label yourself and get through this. This is not a political, all right, cult or not cult. We'll do that.
2: Cult or not right. cult. And then yes. you have got to
3: define the cult too.
5: Yeah, so like do you challenge um narratives? Who who was it? Was it Mark Twain that if you find yourself on the majority you should, you Marcus know Marcus re- Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius said yeah, that. Ooh. That's an old
4: old Ooh. one.
3: He's a, you good, should he's a good question what, what you're yeah. thinking if you yeah. find yourself in line with the majority.
5: So uh, yeah, there there are some things that I'm like I believe this and I will stand by it. And, uh, that means I'm willing to criticize high profile individuals who might, you know, uh, be friends of mine or might have, you know, certain access that would, that would, I would benefit from. But I'm not gonna, I'm not going to, Jim Brewer, best example. When he canceled his shows over the vaccine mandate, he was like, I'm not gonna be beholden to the system of money, you know, if, if to do something I don't believe in. And I'm like, right on, Jim yeah, Brewer. Rad that. dude. Rad, rad dude. Well, this is why language
1: matters so much, and like, you know, Huxley and Orwell were obsessed with it, and it's just mm-hmm. like, we have to be specific in the language, because obviously conservatism is a great principle, liberty, liberalism should be a great principle, like, but those words do not, those they're words not don't mean anything. They're I know they just, don't mean anything, but I'm yeah. just saying using them Li- is so limiting in the in, in the language is being hijacked that's what's right. that's what's happening so we have to be specific in the language that we're using
2: well yep. yeah i mean it's interesting too that even in our cultural conversations we are adhering to a two-party system Why? well i
5: mean i we, we i i think the mises caucus guys are legit and we've had dave smith here many many times because they're mm-hmm. they're like the best we've got at this point and like they're pro-life I, I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but I agree with him on enough. Mm-hmm. At least we can identify a lot of the problems. And I'm like, if the Republicans won't even identify the problems and the establishment Democrats are reveling in the problems, I'll take the, the Mises Caucus guys who are at least pointing to it. That's bad. Here's our plan. I'll be like, I don't know if your plan is going to work, but at least you're going to put the – it's like the Republicans and the Democrats are ignoring the fire or the Democrats are lighting the fire. And the libertarians like we got a plan to put it out, and I'm like, I don't care what your plan is, do it, dude.
2: That's why we need to do things outside of politics. Politics is should really irrelevant. not be the the top thing that we're dealing with.
5: I think politics is irrelevant. We are building be, technology. You culture. know, we should
2: be making art. Why are we not out there making more art?
5: Yes, exactly.
2: I so love, I'm, I miss making art. It's I used what to you do that all the time. You're
5: doing it right you were, now. You ah, were just saying me. this about conservatives, though. They're not offering. Uh, actually, you both kind of made a similar point. You said, "Where's the conservative uh, rebuttal or offer?" After the Democrats do something And you said Conservatives aren't building They're not making art And culture to inspire Or whatever Right That's it Like the left has I- I'll tell you
2: And we, art we, also doesn't need To be about any of those things I right. mean your values Come through in the art That you create Because you are a principled individual who believes in things and expresses with your heart.
5: That's a lot of what we're trying to do with the new shows we're launching. It's not to make political content to convince anybody of any ideas, but it's to tell stories that will inspire and our values are conveyed through it.
3: I want to help teach people how to cook. I actually want to learn how to cook while I'm at it.
2: Wait, you're really doing a cooking show? Binge yeah, with a couple days ago. Binge- another Binge- one <laughs> went up
3: yesterday. I said, you want to avoid the sodium chloride and use salt. I meant sodium benzoate. <laughs> sodium chloride <laughs> is salt. <laughs> Thank you, YouTube. Thank you, <laughs> so, so check it out. I, I love to cook. cook. Oh, too. Yeah. I do think... think Join my cooking show. Okay. There,
5: I, I do think that there's a possibility of a polar shift in, in, in culture that prevents a total collapse. I still think it's most likely there is a collapse, but what I'm getting at is... When it comes to the creation of culture, the establishment is failing miserably, and it's getting worse and worse. Since Gamergate and Comicsgate and all this stuff, it has continually just been rather bad in a lot of ways. Now, some stuff's shined through and been okay. A lot of stuff has been bad, like the new uh, The Craft remake, which was actually like a sequel, and it made literally no sense, and it was just jamming at a bunch of woke plot points that I'm very confused by. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like they they cast a spell to turn a guy gay.
2: A lot of that stuff is just unwatchable. Yeah. It's like
5: watching those Christian productions. We we said this before, like, <laughs> Pure like Flix. Yeah, yeah. PureFlix. Like I, I don't know. I don't want to rag on PureFlix. I haven't seen I haven't seen it, but it's like those exactly. low grade, like poorly produced, conservative, bro, mm-hmm. like right Christian content that we used to make fun uh, fun of. Like I think I think even Seamus mentioned Bible Man and stuff.
4: Yes. And it's
5: like not inspiring. Kids yeah. don't. Kids want to watch X Men. And now, 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 you know what I love about X Men is the 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 allusions to civil rights, right? Right. But now the left is latching onto that and making X Men. They're trying to make it like woke. The comics have definitely gotten woke.
2: Yeah, they're doing like all Marvel wokey stuff on Disney, and it's,
5: it's, yeah. it's, it's sales are going down. All and I really
2: want a Star Trek
5: history yeah. shows. Didn't w- wasn't wasn't <laughs> wasn't Discovery woke? I did didn't watch, watch it. it. No. Yeah, me either.
2: No, I just watched DS9 again instead. That works. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because
5: something was special about that era in Star Trek. Yes. So, so It wh- was
2: like, what, 93 that launched?
5: 89. Uh, the Next Generation, I think. Next Generation or, was, it was 88? like
2: 88. Yeah. And then DS9 was like, I think, 93.
3: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then it
5: went into like the late 90s, and then they did Enterprise,
3: and it
2: was mm-hmm. just... <laughs> Enterprise was garbage. Yeah. I, I yeah. had so
3: much promise, too. The Great Story, Scott Bakula, mm-hmm. one of my favorites...
5: I didn't want a sequel. We just had the Dominion War. Come on. Yeah. And now we get these weird, hokey, su- pseudo sequels. I'll tell you, Picard was pretty good. Picard I, I like Picard. And you can do the social justice stuff right. But well, the problem is doing Well, look at the right. social
2: justice stuff that they did on DS9 when Benjamin Sisko went back in time and was uh, a. <laughs> <sorry.
5: laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Nerding out. Yeah. Anyway, but they. What did, happened? They did. They went back in time. Uh, San Francisco, and he was a sci fi writer. And so he wrote a, um, he wrote a story about a black space captain in the future. And the, uh, publishers of the magazine said, no, we can't run this with a black space captain. And they ended up deciding to run it. <clears throat> but it was a dream that it was a black space captain. <laughs> um, which, you know, there were so many layers in there. And that character in the timeline ended up, um, in a mental institution, scribbling his stories on the wall. I mean, it actually it was transcendent. It like wow. transcended. It was just perfect. Deep Space
5: Nine was, was fantastic. Great.
2: Avery Brooks was we got killer. we got He's recommended so
5: the episode. I think it's called in the pale moonlight, and it's where Cisco stages. I'm forgetting, but basically he stages a conflict. To force the Romulans to enter the war on the side of the Federation, yeah, and it's like (laughs) conspiracy, evil stuff. It's 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 that show was fantastic. It
2: was fantastic, and he was such a complicated captain.
5: I look back at, I I I thought about this. I'm like Picard was good, and let me just stress too: if you're not a Trekkie, don't worry. Like I'm, I want to keep this like (laughs) you know at the surface level. The new show that came out, Picard, they're doing a season. I'm like, it's a good show.
2: But it was was not profound. Yeah, it wasn't. It was
5: not profound, not thought-provoking, not inspiring. It didn't inspire me to do anything. It was like, it's really fun to see Riker and Picard hanging out. Mm -hmm. But when you watch the original Star Trek, like, well, well that, but mostly, I think, I like The Next Generation better. When you watch The Next Generation, it deals with the philosophical consequences of technological advancement and other societies' advancement. Stargate does that really, really well as well. told
2: me to watch that. I still have to watch that. It's it's not the same,
5: but it's similar. And it's like, we had these shows in the 90s that were like, here's a civilization that dealt with, that, that, you know, instead of inventing electricity, they discovered, you know, plasma or something. And then it's like, how did did they develop? What are their ideas? There's that really, really, really great moment where Data asks Picard about terrorism. And he says, something troubles me about, you know, these people and their conduct. And it's, you know, we say terrorism is bad yet it seems their strategies are effective. And often throughout history, we have seen these actions actually bring about political change. And Picard is like, humans have been struggling with these questions for generations. And I do not subscribe, subscribe to the belief that political power is derived from the barrel of a gun. And I'm like, that was like, who are these writers who are just like thought-provoking philosophers? You know, you know what else I was thinking of? When you hear about quotes from famous people like Ben Franklin, It's because only so many of his words could actually be translated through history, could actually be handed down because he would write books and he would write things. But of all of the words the man said, probably 0.001% of his ideas have made it throughout history today. You have these writers of these shows building culture and giving these profound ideas on, like, the make of a man when, when, when data is on, on – when there's a trial to determine whether yeah, or he's a yeah. sentient, independent life form.
2: That's a great The one.
5: people who wrote that are brilliant philosophers, mm-hmm. and we're not going to take their names and put the quotes down. We're going to put Picard, Data, you right. know? I
3: think about the value that TV and radio has given us as a species, and it's so great because it's our ability to transmit information and, and, and like you said, to – pass the knowledge down it's also created this danger where you see hitler using the mass media to brainwash the people and like how the media today is kind of brainwashing so but i think that the value outweighs the danger so greatly so i imagine that that's a very very good sign for our species that's do you think it's a coincidence
1: that the best memes came mm-hmm. out of that time of star Trek?
5: like all the memes that yeah, come on the internet are like yeah, from yeah from that period It's not surprising. Yeah.
2: You know what? You mentioned the 90s. And I think the 90s, to a certain extent, were our reward for a difficult century. Uh, There was so much prosperity. I remember there just being – I was a kid, basically. I mean, I was like in my late teens and in my 20s. And there was just money everywhere. I remember this. I was hanging out with a bunch of visual artists. Everyone was getting paid to do something ridiculous and instead was blowing it all on like it was the, it was the cold dinner and strippers and stuff we had a great time uh but yeah that was like the reward it was a cultural reward there was art everywhere there was amazing music came out of that era uh we had an awful lot of equality we had an awful lot of um equality yeah. between the sexes women could do whatever they wanted you the know? internet
1: emerged, and then the .dot com just went too far. Well, I think I, I, I think, think a lot China. of
2: it too was, um, you it know, was, September a, 11th. We had like a massive terrorist attack. Mm. It was shortly a, it was, thereafter, and that kind of that made everything crazy. It was
5: the Cold War dividend. Cold War ended, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden we were like, "What do we do with all this money and all these resources and all these plans and, and we, all these troops?" We and had we, a lot. Of, and, we
2: made a lot of art in the 90s. Mm. There was really good visual art came out. But of But then uh,
5: China started to emerge as a greater power. Mm -hmm. And then you had a bunch of problems here in the U.S., like the repeal of Glass-Steagall and then the economic crisis. And now China's getting more and more power. And now perhaps one of the biggest issues is that we as a nation have no ability to stop China from taking over as the global superpower and global economic power. And it's just like, the U.S. at this point is has become too feeble to fight back
3: as a nation, yeah, but not as people. We do. China- a, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I think with crypto and and local governance, we can do it. But no, no, not, yeah, that, that, the- that, that,
5: that's that's great. We'll have small pockets of independent freedom loving people who are tending to their chickens, which is fine. But China will be dominating the culture of the planet like the U.S. did for so long. Then they'll start putting out their ideas of why freedom is bad and. It's already happening. We're already starting to adopt more of the, the Chinese communist-style governance and political control. Oh, I
3: just saw a story that the Chinese are going to start doing social credit on corporations now.
2: Yes, that's correct. I saw that too. That's wild.
3: Welcome to the dystopian future. And they're also
2: the they're also regulating content a lot more now too. Mm-hmm that's a whole big thing.
3: Yeah, they banned kids from playing video games for yeah. more than like an hour a night or something. 3 One hours, hours hour. a week.
2: <laughs> but
1: even though they banned Bitcoin mining in China, it's not going to stop the people of China from rapidly adopting it. I mean, the like you can't just assume that there's, you know, monoculture in terms of the the thought process of the of the citizens of China. Like no, crypto is still going to dominate.
2: That makes sense that, you know, the people are not homogenous in terms of their perspective, but they are showing themselves to be relatively squashable. Yeah. Hong Kong is not Hong Kong anymore. Um, you know, there's a genocide going on. And Pelosi, I think from that same interview that you pulled up earlier, she was saying that yes, China is committing genocide against the Uyghurs, but it's more important that we team up with them about climate change. I mean, we're, <laughs> Yikes. we're idiots, like for letting this kind of thing happen. China also though had a long period of time while uh, the West was engaging in the age of exploration and all of that, where they were basically just isolationists. Um, the U.S., I think, should have a lot more ability to control its own destiny in terms of energy independence, in terms of manufacturing independence. Um, one thing Trump did was he tried to get more pharmaceutical production in the U.S., localized in the U.S., which I think, obviously, we should be doing. Why are we... You know, for for decades, we let so many Asian countries basically be the factories of the U.S. and the factories of U.S. corporations and U.S. commerce. And there's no reason to keep doing that.
5: We got gutted.
2: I mean, except that Americans probably don't want to work any of these jobs. What with the free money being,
5: but well, there there, will, there, there, the there it's it's going to be a cold splash of water in the face when Americans who do these tra- like these these fake jobs like. Like, I tell that story when I first went to Vice and saw how much people were getting paid and what they did for a living. I was like, wow. If working class people in this country could see inside New York media, they would, there would be a revolution overnight. Could you imagine working $15 an hour doing, doing labor only to discover that someone's getting paid $50 an hour to like scour the internet for pictures of a celebrity and then they, sh- they don't show up half the time? Right. They, they don't, don't gotta, show up half the time. And they don't even gotta go to work. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. The, the vice office would be like empty half the time. And I'd be like, oh, where is, you know, so and so like, in They'll
3: just, they'll write something, I guess. I can only imagine the conversations they have in like the board of directors of CNN, like when they're behind the scenes at MSNBC. If, if we had access to that and we, we got to listen in on that, yeah, I think there would be a revolution overnight.
5: I, the, the issue I'm bringing up is that there are people who work hard every single day and they come home with calloused hands, sweat pouring, you know, drenched in sweat. And they sit down and their back hurts and they go to the doctor and the doctor's like, Jim, you got a slip disc. And he's like, <sighs> getting paid, you know, 40 grand a year doing the stuff. And it's like, he's, 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 his body is, is in pain. Then there are guys who it's like, they finally got that promotion. They're working really, really hard and they, they're older. And then there's a 20 year old getting paid double their salary in New York. To complain about you for voting for Donald Trump, and they say you're a moron, you're a dumbass, you're so stupid, and that guy's breaking his back to build the infrastructure in this company. Every one of these construction guys who's out there fixing the the roads and
2: to like bring your stuff, and then they
5: say you're a maggot and a plague rat, and they get double the money you make.
2: I, I find it still so shocking because it was it's what like. The country's basically half and half at this point. It was like, what, 74 million people voted for Trump. Uh, the other half kind of voted for the other guy. Whatever. Yeah, Voted against Trump. <laughs> right, voted against Trump is I w- basically I wanna... what they did. But then also the thing with the, uh, I think there have been a number of polls coming out recently showing that it's like 51% of Americans are in favor of vaccine mandates and 49% are not. I know that that's one poll I saw. So it's de- it's definitely like half and half and one half of the country is telling the other half of the country that they're garbage. And that that half of the country is the one stuff. doing all of the work.
5: So I want, I want, yeah. to, I want to talk to you about uh, uh, cancel culture and how it affects the media companies. Notably, that uh, one of the sponsors for the Post Millennial, where you are the editor-in-chief, yes, yes, that's right. Surfshark, which is a VPN, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. They got a... Some, some Antifa guy tweeted at them that Andy Ngo was all these stupid things right. they lie about. And Surfshark immediately was like, Oh no, shocked emoji. We're so sorry. We'll immediately terminate our relationship yes, that's with right. them. That's right. So I, I I called them out immediately. I'm like, dude.
2: And it was all lies against right. Andy. It was none of it was true.
5: If a, but here here's here's the point I made, this is really, really important. Surfshark responded to me. They said, Hi Timcast, we're not supporting or dismissing anyone. Our core goal is protecting people's digital privacy and security, and we just don't want to be involved in someone else's conflicts or ideological disagreements, which is a lie. Surfshark, you're liars. You're bad people. Mm-hmm. Because when Antifa tweets at you, and then you say, you got it, buddy, we'll sever ties with a business over your ideology, you're doing exactly that. And now that you're getting backlash for it, you have the nerve to come out and be like, we're not doing, it. we're not, we just don't want to be involved. No. Surfshark violated the privacy of the Post Millennial and Andy Ngo by publicly tweeting they would terminate a business arrangement mm. over accusations made online. If they're willing to sacrifice or violate the privacy, look, if they wanted to sever, they could have privately called up and said, guys, we're not fans of this conflict, so we're not going to publicly call you out or anything, but we don't want to work with you anymore. That would be private. Instead, they publicly said, yeah, look at those guys. They're bad guys. We're not going to work with them. So- That's me calling them out. But I'm curious because I I still saw ads on the post-millennial. And uh, I I was wondering if you had some more insight into this uh, uh, spineless company selling out uh, their values out of fear from Antifa.
2: Yeah, it was actually pretty interesting and shocking. So it was basically, you know, one tweet at this company um, saying that Andy is a violent person, which I don't know if you guys have ever met Andy, but he's like the furthest from a violent person. Uh, that I've almost ever met, um, and then they said that they weren't doing. <laughs> they they terminated our relationship with them. But um,
5: they said that, or they actually did.
2: They're not working with us anymore. Because
5: I still saw, like, w- like a week later, there were still ads for it. I'm yeah, it was a lag. One. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so they, the, the, this this company actually terminated a business arrangement because some random anti guy. Oh, and he deleted his tweets. By the way, yeah, he tweeted lies. Yeah, then they went. Then no he, problem.
2: He took it down. Um, but then also, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the ads came down a couple days late. Mm. <laughs> we they were go. busy, apparently, I'm hearing. <laughs> <So whatever>. ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they wanted the them removed. But, yeah, so we took the ads down. Um, and, you know, they basically gave legitimacy to these violent expre- extremists who wanted to silence the media and silence the press but, but um, going
5: but so andy and they t-
2: actually you know they replied to customers too and we have screenshots of this as well because andy reached out on twitter and was like hey if you hear from them um and we have screenshots they they told customers that andy was you know violent and we wow. weren't going to be working with they weren't going to be working with us anymore because of andy there were
5: there are a lot of people on the right who said they've worked with surf shark
2: mm-hmm Yeah, I mean, I I think that they're, I think this is a horrible thing to do. I think it's a horrible company. Well, I mean, that
1: shows that they don't actually care. Right. They're only responding to PR issues. Yeah. Wow.
2: And it's really just this one person said this thing.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's all nonsense. I mean, so where do you, where do you guys see the sort of, oh, I'm only doing business with a certain type of, political ideology going. Like do you think that it's gonna move into like a polarized corporate
5: system? It's gonna be I, I mentioned this before, like parallel economies, but I think people need to boycott and tell all their friends and family to boycott. And the way I see it is if a company is willing to defame someone, privately and publicly, then whatever it costs them in PR to run those ads it should cost them 100 times from the power of the people to say you're bad and we reject this and then going out and telling everybody. Because I'll tell you this, people don't, you know, there's this this old saying, I can't remember uh, exactly, but it's like this advice you'll get in in media, like a negative experience is 10 times worse, you know, or it's like a thousand times worse than a positive one. A positive experience is expected. A negative experience is infuriating. Mm -hmm. So if someone goes into your restaurant and they order a, a cheesecake and it's a delicious cheesecake. They'll be like, wow, that's so good. Well, of course, it should be. They probably won't give you a good review. They won't share your, your, your restaurant. They won't tell their friends about it. But if you have a cheesecake and it's like, gross, it they'll tell that. everyone yeah, they, they know. Remember. So if these companies want to play this game where they're willing to step up, stand up, and shove themselves into an ideological conflict – and, and, I'll, and I'll mention this too Andy is the editor at large he's Post- the editor at large yeah so to sever their business arrangement over one employee right and to violate the privacy one that's editor big thing. we have
2: a lot of editors too yeah, yeah I mean and we're keeping our legal options open because this was clearly defamation
3: yeah defamation and libel mm-hmm. and what and is it, for every instance of it is it another instance of libel for every person yes. that they contacted yeah like
2: every time they say it
3: every so person they told lies about Andy
2: and by saying damages. that they're yeah and by saying that they're not getting involved they are very clearly getting involved on the side of this guy who you know just has it in for Andy because Andy <laughs> exposes antifa all over the place and is very honest about it and works hard at that.
1: we got to get the post-millennial monetized with uh, minds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bill's like, I'm make, not joking. I'll make a business
5: move. We'll, yeah, let's do we'll it. follow up. Yeah. I we, actually,
2: you told me the other day. You were like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. We
3: do your thing. that out. Yeah. So
2: I changed my password because, of course, I couldn't find anything. And I found that somebody had given me tokens. Ooh, All right. That's mine yeah. So that was money fun. in the bank. Yeah, we, 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 we need, you know, there was a period where I
5: said, I was like, A few years ago, I'm like, oh, Hulu did something woke. I'm not going to boycott because they said something dumb. I'll come, you know, I'll tell them it's dumb. I'm, I'm well past that point. I'm like, if a company comes out and does something like this, which is substantially worse than just posting stupid, you know, woke nonsense, if they actively defame people and then enter the conflict, I say go nuclear. Share it with your friends. Share my tweets with everybody. Tell everyone you know, anybody who has the service, no, we're not going to work with you. But we're you not going to buy from you. The same thing for Amazon. What, 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 what did when Amazon bans people? Mm-hmm. Yes, all the time. No, Amazon I know, but horrible. are you are you boycotting Amazon? Uh <laughs> That's a tough one. Half. half, but you're right. It's a good point. I, mean, I actually half.
2: started. There were some things that I was ordering on Amazon, and I actually started ordering them from. The company specifically. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say it because what if they say they hate me and then I can't yeah, order we, their we, stuff anymore. But there's a, it's interesting what you were saying about the parallel economies because yeah. we switched, you know, we switched mostly from using YouTube for our podcasts and stuff at post millennial and now we're using Rumble for everything. And it's, you know, just fine. And we like them quite a bit. It's yep. a lot, you know, this is what we were talking about culture and like in terms of creating more culture. What is going to happen? Are there going to be fully parallel economies with different services based on ideological perspectives? Yes. And if so, you know, where's the conservative Amazon? Part of it too is that the uh the non left wing side of things doesn't always do as great a job. You know?
5: What you know the, the issue they is like they don't I have guess... all the
2: graphic designers, they don't have all the creatives, you know. So what's gonna happen with that?
5: It is changing. It's yeah, going, it's it definitely changing. changing, and I think yes. Where's the conservative to launch an Amazon marketplace?
2: I would, I would buy from that didn't, place. Didn't
5: didn't Mike Lindell try doing something? I feel like that's again is you're going too far.
1: It's like where's the apolitical place launching yeah. the alternative? You know, because it's like the, when, when you hear Who, where's the conservative alternative. It's not. Always, it's like don't just go to the other side. You know, it has to be the one that is, well, is Hold on, is hold there on. for
5: everybody. What, what what I'm saying is. Where the conservative side is the side that allows you to to sell Karl Marx and Hitler. The left side is the side that allows you to only sell Karl Marx.
2: And that used to be the left. You could, side. you could and say you could not.
1: say conservative, or maybe it's an apolitical, free speech supporting.
4: That's
3: right that's, wing, bro.
4: <laughs> you can, but
3: you you're can, falling into the trap. No, no, free no, Free speech no, and no. free
2: religion are on the right wing. No, side at No, no, that point. stuff's
3: beyond political parties. It
2: used to be. It still it's is. Not. Oh. You, it you used can't to have be. it if you're going to divide yourself. You guys yourself. It can't are naive okay. and unwilling to accept. <laughs> if, you're the reality
1: if you're going to allow
5: yourself to play their game, that you already lost. Right. Joe Rogan is called alt-right. Bill Maher is called alt-right. But it's not. Joe Rogan is called far-right. And the dude's literally in favor of UBI. It doesn't mean it's real. Dumb people are using those terms. Left and right don't mean anything and never really did other than are you in favor of the revolution or opposed to it? So yes, if you oppose the left's woke revolution, you
3: are the right. Republican and Democrat don't mean anything. It's just a thing you tick. It's no different. Re- Republican and Democrat refer to the parties. You yeah. don't accept that the you're
5: right I, wing. You do not accept that you're right wing. I have repeatedly said in terms of the culture war, I would be considered on the right. You would and, be and considered, but that doesn't mean that that's what you are. Well, let me finish. Michael Malice has described this as the new right, new right personalities. Mm. And his position is, ask someone this question. Now I'll ask you, do you believe that some people are better than others? Of course not. You don't think so? That, that's, well, the, that's, I, that's, the, that's the left position. The right, the new right position is of okay. Course no, I, well,
1: I sort of misinterpreted. Well, it the
2: question. depends on what you mean by better. Better, like, what does no, no, better no, no, no. mean? Uh, do, that's do, your interpretation. Are,
1: are, are, is one ve- human life more valuable than another? Exactly. So that's how I interpret it. Michael, are some people more said, ethical
5: than others? Yes. What Michael said is the left will opine and 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 justify, and the right will simply say yes. So here's here here's the issue. But the in left terms also of the, will the, the the political compass my political ideology leans left in terms of cooperative, you know, I, I know right libertarians don't like the idea, but cooperative meaning non, non-transactional, more like I, I, I'll help you if you help me. It doesn't really scale up all that well. So mostly I defer to positions of liberty. However, in the culture war, I believe in free speech. I believe in religious freedoms. I believe in bodily autonomy. Those things do not exist in any facet on the left. OK, so maybe that's too absolute. Maybe there's some people on the left who are calling this out. But look at AOC going to the Met Gala with her tax the rich dress where a guy carries it for her while wearing a mask. She is not that that's 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 the hero of the progressive left. Then you look at the social, the libertarian socialist YouTubers and streamers who are celebrating rule by decree. If you when you come out and, and, and you're speaking colloquially in modern culture, the the free speech, Freedom of association, the right to read any book you want, is considered right-wing.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. But that, again, it's sort of adopting their paradigm to to accept that. Right, right,
2: well, right. What would right, you so suggest we do instead?
3: Just erase those words from your lexicon. right right and left, and
1: say. I'm I'm happy to say liberty. Liberty is fine, and and if people are going to associate that with the right, that's their decision. But you know, liberty's not going to get taken away and from the language.
2: Part of the problem, I think, is that we need to be able to communicate with one another, and so we need to share words, and those words need to have common definitions. Do
1: you not think that liberty is a more effective word than conservative? Or lib- I mean, I don't want to say libertarian because that libertarian has libertarian is its own I know, political but li- party. But liberty, I think, I, I don't think is co-opted.
2: So you would say you are. I'm not. Defi- I'm not going. I'm not making the new term. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> but
2: I mean, I've heard the the concept of the liberty-minded. Right I think is bit.
1: is cool. Uh, you know, there's di- there's different words that can achieve it without having that association.
2: I think the what draws me Ants to the left. concept of you know. Ant, yeah. Yeah, oh. but we can't define ourselves in a neg as a negative. Right.
1: Right. Pro Why do you need to define
3: Pro. yourself? Pro
1: you- freedom. I mean, come on. Who like
5: we're, uh, you're right that that will be associated with the right, but that is actually dude, the Gadsden flag has one simple meaning. Liberty. Leave me alone. Yet they they, they the, the 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 Antifa people have a flag of the snake of the fi- the communist fist killing the snake, squeezing it out. When when if you go So I I have friends who are the left. They will tell you outright they are in favor of the state taking away your freedoms. So we can say freedom. They'll still say in the media, in every newspaper, right wing. Yeah, that's that's fine. Let them do that. The interesting thing, I suppose, is that, like on my Wikipedia, for instance, says I'm both left and right, and they're like, I don't know. It's like his anti-corporate politics are fairly left-wing, and it's like, bro, left and right don't mean anything other than tribal signifiers mm-hmm. at this point. Like, uh, I, I think left and right can probably be broken down very, very simply. Do you question the narrative or do you blindly follow it? <clears throat> if you blindly follow it, that's what we consider left. Mm. If you challenge it, that's what's considered right-wing. So even if your positions are like pro-choice, tax the rich, universal health care, UBI, and you challenge official narrative, they'll call you right-wing. I just think there's a lot of
1: people on the left that – don't want that to be the case the freedom you know at the freedom sect of the left they don't want that so what's that's the f- what's the
5: freedom sect of the left
1: there is you know it's there
5: the the
1: um, anarcho-communist the libertarian socialist i know you know they are the there li- when
5: the libertarian socialists are following prominent individuals who celebrate rule by decree and the anarcho communists are firebombing small businesses? I'm they, not they, they are just lying about what they represent.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't want to give up hope that there is, you know, a group of people you know, on on that end of the spectrum that that do care about values that, that matter.
5: When Gamergate happened, a lot of these people started posting their political compass tests and they were all left libertarian. Now they're all like center, center, right.
2: That happened to me. I used to, I've been taking those, those little, you know, Cosmo testers of political affiliation. And it used to be like all over here and now it's over here, but it's the same stuff. Like, I'm I'm yeah, voicing the same opinion. They're
3: changing the algorithms yeah. to, to make you think that you're in some kind of club or labeled it's some certain weird. way to divide you. Like, don't play the game. Don't say left and right. Don't put people in camps and say they're conservative and this. Because then they're going to use that say to cult. destroy the cults. Yeah, they'll destroy each little cult. The conservative cult, the liberal cult, the left cult, the right. They will target that sect of things that we've created inadvertently There's if one, we cult. let ourselves lazily do it. So don't do it. People want to be
2: people want to be affiliated with each other. People want to be part of groups.
3: It's understandable. That's our, in our genetics to survive. But yeah, I mean, we're there's one we're a cult it's it's gone hive, too far. We're a hive species. There's right? there's one institutional cult, and that's it. Um, we're not a hive mm. species. But, <coughs> no, we're like um,
2: New York City looks kind of like a hive sometimes.
3: Yeah, but we. I don't think humans are necessarily hive animals. We're more herd, pat, herd, herd. Animal, More herd. herd animals. Yeah, and and to identify Tim, I'm so sorry. I didn't even. Understand what you just said because I was in the middle of that conversation with Libby. What did you just say? You said
5: you started pointing out like the conservative cult and this cult, and there's only one cult.
3: Oh, I that I disagree. obviously,
5: Obviously, there's like cults, they exist, but independent voters and Republicans are challenging the narrative. Republican voters express disdain for the Republican Party, Democrat voters overwhelmingly believe whatever they're told by but M- Micah Brazil from the other perspective or Rachel Maddow
3: Fox News is the narrative that no, people it are blindly no from the other perspective no you're yes, not it is a narrative that's and they're thinking
5: when, when Tucker Carlson came out and said Sidney Powell was wrong, they lost like three million viewers. Do you want to know something?
2: Pe- I was on his show that, le- that night, and I lost so many Twitter followers <laughs> that night because I was on the show where he slammed Sidney Powell. That was very but funny. But they still
5: retained millions of viewers and still is the biggest show because people on the right are not, they're individualists, they're, they're, they're not unified for the most part. Though there are different groups within the right that make it up. I'll put it this way. The, the uh, no, I forgot the analogy I was going to use. Anyway, the point is, the, the left as we know it, the ones that are pro vaccine mandate, the ones that believe Trump colluded with Russia, the ones that never let that go, they refuse to believe the facts when stories come out and say, like, Biden did this. Mark Milley called China outside the chain of command. All of this is, is this story is developing, being confirmed. Now we have the defense secretary saying, I never authorized that. Now we have the defense secretary saying, if Trump gave a military order, it should not be going to to Mark Milley. We know for a fact it's, and what is the mainstream narrative? He was a hero who stopped a madman. That is the cult. That they can tell you to your face, they've shuttered the three branches of government, they have bypassed the standard process of legislation, and the, the, the priests of this, the so-called libertarian socialists, are celebrating the, the, the usurping of civilian authority, the usurping of the branches of our government. They're in a cult. Now, if Republican voters, like if Trump voters, Republican voters and independents argue with each other all day and night, but agree on certain principles of freedom, clearly not a cult. Because I can have an argument with somebody about, like Jack the other day, about family and responsibility, and we're not unified, but we'll hang out, we'll have more shows, and we'll debate these ideas. Look at what the left does on their shows. You can't challenge them. Brian Stelter won't have on Glenn Greenwald to question him in any capacity, but Tucker Carlson brings on Antifa all the time. If one side is saying challenge the narrative and question science because that's what science is supposed to be, and we will absolutely entertain our rivals' positions, and the left says never going to allow it. But there's no. Let me let me there's tell there's you no one more sides, thing. dude. Let me, yes, there are. Well, no there, there are, are people, no, who, there are people who are tyranny, willing
3: to, to talk and people who are not willing to talk. And there is freedom,
5: and there yeah, are. but there changes. are tyrants.
3: One person I might not want to talk today, but tomorrow I could be in a different mood. There are tyrants like Gavin Newsom who are putting rules in place and then breaking them, and you're saying, "Well, it's no, no, no sides." Hey, I agree that he's acting like a tyrant. Yes, we're
2: we're planning. I would on say having... that if you're acting like a tyrant, you are a tyrant. Yeah, I sure, but that, that, that doesn't
3: mean that every, people are on two different sides, like that's falling into the trap of the left think, and the I, right, and they're I don't, I don't think it's necessarily. No, a I'm trap. trying to fix. You cannot fix it if you're going to play the fault.
2: Okay, but here's the thing that happened you have the, let's call them Democrats, because that's actually a political party, and we can agree on the definition of that, right? So you have the Democrats, Gavin Newsom, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, all of these people, they assumed that they, they decided that Trump's presidency was a sham presidency, right? They decided that that was the case. They acted as though that was the case for four years. They acted outside of um traditional the law. The sure yeah. <laughs> Durham is filing an indictment against, <laughs> against the lawyer who what's fabricated name? Sussman? evidence. Sussman? Yeah. yeah. So they did. They acted extrajudiciously. judiciously, they acted outside of legislative means because they believed that Trump was a sham president. And they assumed that everyone else believed it too. Like look at even when Biden was running for um president. And after he won and he started saying America is back as though America wasn't here for the past four years the whole time.
5: Let, let, we we got to go to Super Chats, but I'll say one more thing. Joe Biden has come out on numerous occasions looking into the camera and addressing two nations. That's it. Initially, he said, we need, we need more lockdowns. We're going to need more restrictions at a time when red states either didn't have them or were ending their lockdowns. When Joe Biden said that It was clear he wasn't talking to Republican states. Recently, he said, our patience is wearing thin. He's not talking about blue states because we have the data from the CDC already. Blue states are overwhelmingly vaxxed, around 70 to 80%. He was talking but, to Louisiana. But red states are under 50%. This, That's who he was talking no to. There's no red
3: and blue states. There's states where, like, there might yeah. be a Republican no, there governor, pe- and there's Ian. a 63% of the people are registered Republican. It doesn't mean the state is red. We're there's Ian. a lot of people of a lot of different We're going chats. Yeah, we are. And I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> we are not
5: going to have these fake semantic arguments ever Dude, again. Dude, this
3: is the point of the conversation is no, the semant. Not. yes that is what 1984 is about the, the, the issue is that
5: when we can have three we have a room with five people in it and four people can say to you the definition of the word rights and for no reason other than to just make a fake argument you get into semantics we're never doing that again what are you Be- talking about rights we had a conversation about what rights were, yeah. and no matter how many times we tried in good faith to give you a definition, you rejected it because you weren't interested in actually coming to an understanding. You were just trying to argue. People were telling me rights
3: were derived from God. I was pointing out that I don't think that that's true.
5: And when we tried to explain what that meant because you're taking it to a the- theistic's place instead of understanding the definition, you refused. So we don't do that so anymore. Just
1: so just one, one question on that. So are, are you think that just for practical purposes, it is... Worthwhile to just use the labels, even though they don't really mean anything. You think that it's they, just they, sort of a
5: pragmatic thing to just do it. They they mean something. Yeah, it's not black and white. There's nuance to it. Like if you break down what left and right means on the political compass, I'm clearly on the left economically and uh, libertarian. If you if you're talking about the overarching culture war, then The left is simply people who agree with what the left tribe wants. And the right is simply what people agree, people who agree with what the right tribe wants. And if the right tribe includes libertarians and even left libertarians and the left doesn't include those people, then there's a clear understanding of what left and right means. There are very clearly states that have an overwhelmingly red population. We call them red states. They're very, they're states that are overwhelmingly blue and you can track a whole bunch of data points across them. For instance, vaccination rates. Blue states, except for the ones that uh, Trump challenged, the five states that were being challenged by Republicans, those are the only low vaccination rate, blue states. But every state that voted for Trump outside of those states have low vaccination rates. Every state that voted for Joe Biden, outside of the anomaly, has high vaccination rates. When Joe Biden comes out and looks in the camera and says, our patience is wearing thin, it is statistically, it is impossible to believe that he is talking to the states that are already vaccinated. He's clearly, there's a delineation between what this country is and he is telling the other group, we are losing our patients. Who's we? They've done it on more than one occasion. They've repeatedly gone on CNN, these pundits, and said, we need to make it miserable for them. And people have pointed this stuff
2: out. Don Lemon keeps saying that. Don Lemon on CNN keeps saying that people who are not vaccinated should be segregated from the rest of society Mm -hmm. and that they're bringing the rest of the country down.
5: And now we have a landlord in Florida who's saying, I'm going to evict people who aren't vaccinated. So there's very clearly what people need to understand is that we're not talking about a simple one negative one, two completely isolated numbers mirroring each other. There's overlap in communities of people who believe certain things. There's conservatives who live in blue areas, but the area is still overwhelmingly dominated by a certain culture. There are different sides. And, and and the idea that like, you know, when Bill Maher said a civil war can't happen because the Mason-Dixon line would run through Nana's kitchen. D- do you think that the states would just go? Pleaf. He has like no idea what he's talking about. Anyway, let's read Super Chats. Yes. If you haven't already smashed that like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends and go to TimCast.com because we will have that bonus segment coming up. All right. We got Nicholas Lipset says, I wonder if those that didn't submit their vaccine to the CDC are counted in the stats for the vaccinated. I didn't and don't have my card anymore. I also know a lot of others that didn't. Interesting. People have also mentioned that the cards were too big for wallets and they had lost them already. Mm. I think you were mentioning that too, right? Yeah. In New York.
2: Yeah.
5: Odra Noel Zenitram says, it's not the country falling apart. It's the centralization forced upon by the Fed. This is a good thing. Also, enough of the China fearmongering. They're broke and saber rattle with paper mache saber. Mm-hmm. I think that's wrong. Oh, yeah, that's I disagree true. with that. A lot weird. of people have tried pushing that narrative of like, oh, China's weak and it's like
2: tiger. They just want us to believe that mm-hmm. <laughs> so that they can you know. Yep. Smart. Take over the world.
5: Kevin like. Byrne says the animated shorts on the Cast Castle are great. They call him Eon. That Eon. They, they are absolutely wonderful. And if you haven't already, go to youtube.com slash cast castle. Subscribe to the vlog. New episodes every day. All right. Let's see. What is this? That Hazmat says, Tim, you make my soul cry paying absurd secondary market pricing for hard to find bottles. These shops are price gougers and have these dusty bottles sitting around for a reason. They harm the whiskey. They they harm the whiskey. Com. Yes, I am aware. It is hard to find certain bottles and (laughs) I don't know what to do. So you go to a place and they're like, we charge a premium on it. I'm like, if you want to get it. I don't have time to go drive around the country looking for the stuff at, at, you know, better prices. Mark. Uh-oh. Mark Giudetti. Secession is treason. Encouraging it is inciting treason. So please stop being a traitor, Tim. You are better than Millie, so don't be a traitor. Encouraging secession.
2: What? That's, a, that's quite a leap, that whole that oh, whole thread oh, there. Quite <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Quite really a sentence. Quite moves quite. It's a perspective. It yeah, it is it's a one. perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a view. That a person has. That's right.
0: He's allowed.
5: Let's see. Well, uh, Durneven says. Fun fact: secession is in the new is in New Hampshire's constitution. Oh,
2: oh, that's interesting. Well, there you go. I need to learn more.
5: D says, my mom's doctor took the vax, but recommended she not get it due to heart problems. Oh. One of the leading causes of death in the U.S. is heart disease. In fact, it is the leading cause. I think 660,000 people per year die of heart disease. Is, yeah. That's a lot, yeah. And it, it is mostly older people, but it scales down to younger people. So I, I think, you know, maybe we need to protect people, people's hearts from the, the unhealthy. Yeah,
2: you know? probably so. We got to
5: triage this stuff. We can't, mm-hmm. if someone comes into a hospital and they're like, you know, my heart hurts and someone else is morbidly obese. Sorry, morbidly obese person. You get out. That's what the left has been saying, right? About how yeah, we they've do this?
2: been the, they've been saying that uh, their their version of personal responsibility is that you are responsible for the diseases you get. Mm. The cultists, but nothing I'm else. Sorry. We won't say nothing the left. Else. We'll say the cultists. Okay. Yeah. But you're not responsible personally for anything else. You're not personally responsible for the debts you incur or the jobs you won't take or anything mm. like Cultist
5: that. Cultist is actually a great word yeah. to just keep using more. There you go. Oh, let's see. Andrew Starr says, Ian's show should be called Getting Baked with Cosmic Garth. Oh, I like it. All right. Seriously, JK says, imagine spearheading a mass effort to actually show the culture war to people who are not paying attention. Then show them Twitter for the first time so they can see what is actually going on. Minds would be blown. That's politics. A lot of people have no idea. And I think it's funny when, you know, people like these high-profile comedians... Who are like in politics don't go online and they don't know how Twitter influences the world and then you go on Twitter and like some random idiot tweets and then a, a, a media company loses a sponsor because some right. idiot lied on Twitter
2: I had a lot of respect for Nicki Minaj's uh, yeah. <laughs> statement last night that <laughs> she like came that. out with I yep. thought it was good so
0: I, I just real quick, I looked up the secession treason thing, and secession in itself I do not think is a form of treason. Going to war with a country is a form of treason, which is basically what happened in uh the civil war.
5: Yeah, it could be considered sedition, but treason Possibly. is adhering to the enemy or providing them aid and comfort. So if there's if New Hampshire's like, Yo, we out, they can say that's seditious, but I don't think it's treason.
2: I don't see it. Like telling another country that we'll give them fair warning if we're going to attack just on the side. That sounds like treason. That's not so great.
5: Black Rock Beacon says, Ian, they do have cult leaders, many of them. The cult is more like a religious organization that has preachers. It's the blue church, the cathedral. That's one way to put it. Let's see. Dema, is that a... It's hard to read if it's an RN or an M. Demaven says, Article 10 of the NH Bill of Rights is the right of revolution. We have secession already there. Woohoo. So if you're not familiar with the Free State Project, you can check out their website. They're basically like you sign a pledge saying we're going to move there and just completely advocate for freedom. So there you go. Crum Mike says, Ian, I understand that you are resisting fear, panic, and trying to be optimistic. I would ask you, though, when have they ever given up their power? Who is there, is, there is also not one Hitler to point to on purpose. That way you cannot aim your rage onto one person. You aim at a party.
3: George Washington gave up his power.
4: hmm
5: What what he's saying is the left is a group of people, and many of them are in powerful positions, and many of them are just cogs in the machine blindly following and giving their resources and power to empower these people who then do things like Gavin Newsom. He's not the president, but he says, everybody, we're shutting down your businesses. Hollywood, you're good to go. Ladies, small business, you're shut down. Me, by the way, I'll go to a restaurant violating
3: all the rules and not wear a mask. I mean, if you zoom out, I think all of us as Americans are are blindly giving money or supporting a system like this. This total—it's not totalitarian, but it's like a world military. This, this, whatever's taken over the United States by us, like kind of passively enjoying the United States benefits, benefits were supporting it i think trump voters yeah it's been a
2: while for him on the
3: basis
5: of him saying he was going to be getting out of the middle east and then he gained something like 11 million new voters because he was Mm -hmm. actively getting our troops out of the middle east and setting forward for putting these deals in place i think most americans don't want these wars do want to, to get out don't want the tyranny they want to have their homestead they want to have their family they want to be left alone and live peacefully and not be engaging in global conflict the problem is there is a cult that is willing to elect Joe Biden, a warmonger, and re-empower the establishment to go about blowing stuff up, and there you go.
2: But it's also been, I mean, it's been the implementation of crisis politics for the past 20 years, and we have taken those crises, looked at them, and said, okay, because of this crisis, we will give up our rights, right? We gave up our rights with the Patriot Act, uh, the formation of the Department of Homeland Security, which now seems to believe that domestic white terror, white white supremacy is the biggest terrorist threat mm. facing the country. Uh we just have systematically given up our rights ever since September 11th willingly, saying, you know, we're not going to hold our representatives to account and we still don't.
3: I think why the, don't we? The cult is global. Um it's it's a and, and to d- divide the Americans up now is not good because it is, there is a cult that put Joe Biden in power and it's not American. It's some it weird global organization, dude. Like I don't the, think it's The that Great that. Reset is no. real. Well, it's it's a global is, call. Is,
2: yeah, that's true. But I do think that it's about time America dealt with itself. Mm. Um, but not
3: by dividing ourselves.
2: Maybe not by dividing ourselves. But, you know, I think that we should be American exceptionalists. I think I, we I, should look at our nation and say, these are the things we stand for. They are right and true and good. And we're going to stand for them no matter what. This
5: is, I, think, I think the issue is that Ian hasn't experienced what it means to go up against evil. Like, right, so when you have what we call the cult, and I will in good faith communicate with a journalist and provide them hard evidence that the claims made against me are not true, and they purposefully omit that because their real goal is destruction and pain, like you're like, wow, that's evil. And so you're like, we shouldn't divide ourselves, bro. You're letting a fox in the hen house under the presumption that, well, we're all animals. We can all live together. It's like, but we watched the fox murder the hens. Don't let it in the hen house. And you're like, we shouldn't divide ourselves. We're all creatures of God's green earth. Well, we're all American citizens. We're not foxes and hens. The point I'm making is that you can look at Aaron Rupar, a guy who's so notorious for lying That he has a word, (laughs) rue Yes, he does.
4: People call it (laughs) rue
5: when you take someone out of context on purpose and lie about them. He does it so often, and he works for a a major company that's massively funded, and he supports people like Joe Biden, who enriches his family off corruption. Hillary Clinton, who takes all of these emails and deletes them and and destroys them, whose staff smashed cell phones with hammers. Now, I'm not saying the Republicans are good. They're bad people, too. Trump came in as a bull, smashing it as an insurgent candidate, causing a lot of problems on that uh, for, for the establishment neocons, who immediately then joined the Democrats, the Lincoln Project, supposedly conservatives. <sighs> now they're pro-choice because they have no principles. They are pro-establishment. When you go and see Antifa throw an explosive at, an eight, at a 60, 70-year-old woman, when I watched in San Jose a mob of leftists, with some with Bernie shirts on, shove a 60, a couple of old people in their 60s to the ground, take their hats off their head, and set them on fire, you think you're going to unite with these people? You've not
3: experienced it. Well, what's your, what's your other option?
5: I, I went to a group of Trump supporters, and I said, I'd like to talk. And they said, no problem, sir. Would you like to join us for dinner? Daryl Davis walked over to the protesters at our event and said, you guys, and they said, Nazi, shame, Nazi, and he was like, I, what's happening? And then he posted, (laughs) he posted on Facebook, I've never experienced this before, that he walked up to Klansmen and they allowed him to come and talk with them. Though, and those people are bad people. But he was able to find some good, some light in the darkness and pull that out of the shadows. That I understand. But when you are confronting this corrupt mold, this destructive chaotic force that not even daryl
3: davis could break through it's the oh. system you have to change the system it's a cult and the these cult people is a derivative are, are, of the system of the federal of the fractional reserve of this weird it's the media media but yeah it's more than that it is a cult it is not that the
5: media one day the guy who owns cn you know jeff zucker president he didn't go to a meeting where they're like we want to indoctrinate everybody was like you got it they eat their own refuse it is a sewer. Jack Dorsey used to be the, the, the CEO of the, of the free speech wing of the free speech party. But then Twitter became this hive of scum and villainy huh. where people were making money off of being assholes. And then Jack ate all of that refuse and then espoused it back out and still does. They are being infected by their own psycho- algorithmic psychosis. And now you have people in the streets genuinely believing that black people are being hunted down by the police and murdered, which is not true. And they're burning down small businesses and killing people because of it. There is a problem in this country. And there are people who are standing up, criticizing the narrative and questioning it and even challenging me. They'll say, Tim, you're wrong about this. Tim, you're wrong about that every single day. But in that world, I can't even get a single leftist to show up to talk to Alex Jones.
4: Mm, we really? want,
5: we, we want to have Alex. Yeah, Why? we, 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 we booked crazy. one person and they said, I'm so excited to do this and then canceled on us at the last minute. <sighs> I reached out to a few more and they'll say the same thing. I will not do this. Why? Because they're in a cult. And if they stand up and ever associate with anyone on the other side, like we would like to, they will be destroyed. They know it, and they refuse. That's why so many of the anti-SJW YouTubers from back in the day during GamerGate flipped and are now leftists, or at the very least bowed out out of the fight because they're more worried about their 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 ability to make money than to stand up for their principles. And they know the encroachment of the chaotic, destructive force is seeping into more and more institutions, and they've bet we will lose. I don't care if we lose because I'll get my van and go down by the river, but I'll be (laughs) damned if I'm going to sit here and be like the dude who threw a brick through the mom and pop bakery shop or burned it down and killed a guy. Let's unite with those people. They're good people. And Ian, you can have compassion, you
1: know, on a human level for them, but also not play their game and call them out for, you know, which you do, quite frankly. you. It's not, I'm like, I think that Ian likes to play the semantic game, but he also does call out things when. You know it's obvious, and
3: like, so I you can do both at the same time. Mm. Yeah, I think we have to. You have to. You have to stop the the, the actions of violence, but also understand that those people can be deradicalized. Daryl Davis couldn't do. I it. don't
2: think they want to I be de-radicalized. Don't. Well,
3: that's the thing, and like they that, have that's
2: their. A, I mean, they have everything. They have all of culture. They have all of politics, for yeah. the most part. Why uh, would you possibly Daryl doesn't be de-radicalized? force people.
1: Daryl doesn't can't look. You can't force someone to deradicalize. So Daryl only engages with people who are willing to talk to him, and they so, weren't, and they and and they weren't exactly. So so you can't. You're not going to convince. You're not going to force someone to change. Daryl deals with people over years at a time, listens to them literally for months, hating on him, and then eventually. They start asking questions about him. And Did you it,
5: see the picture of the woman in the gorilla mask throwing yeah. eggs at Larry Elder? Yeah.
2: I thought that was actually, uh, do you guys remember the Gorilla Girls? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So the Gorilla Girls were a, you know, basically a leftist activist group where they would all wear gorilla masks hmm. to stage actions. And I think that that was actually, it looked to me like a Gorilla Girl mask. But also, it was sort of amazing that this person was unaware, seemingly unaware, that they were wearing. They're they're zombies. Like a really, uh, that would be so racist. racist. Yeah, it would just be so racist to wear a gorilla mask and throw eggs at a black guy. Attack a black man. Mm. You know what the what the heck is? They're zombies. Right. You know that's that's crazy. They're zombies. Yeah. I I went down like Antifa. You know, you were talking about them, and they were recently. I think it was in Portland, and they were um attacking Christians and throwing the Christians you were having to, like a you know some sort of prayer thing and they threw all their sound equipment in the I
5: was I was in uh San Bernardino and there were Trump protesters and Antifa protesters and I was just there filming and a bunch of the people uh on the right, some, some of them knew who I was a few years ago. I walked over to the Antifa people And they were standing there holding signs. And I was like, hey, would you guys want to? And as soon as I did, a woman came up and started going, Mike, check, Mike, check, Mike, check. And then they they all started repeating her, Mike, check, Mike, check. And she goes, do not speak. Do not speak to anyone, to anyone. They're trying to trick you. They're trying to trick you. And then I was like, okay. That sounds pretty tricksy. They do that all the time. And then I was like, would any of you guys? And they completely ignore me. Would not say anything because it is a zombie horde. It is a cult. There is no unifying with people who you can't even talk to. If you can't even invite them to sit down. So there are some people that I think of as reasonable on the left that are leftists that are like hate Trump and all that stuff. They won't come on of all of the people. That's why I'm like my respect to Vosh. People rag on him all the time, but he came here twice. Yeah. And so there are a handful of people I know who follow me. They're on the left, and they refuse to come and have a conversation with people on the right.
3: Dude, I'm on the show with you, dude.
5: I'm Uh the other. I'm the guy on the left.
3: I'm here with you. You're not on the left, Ian. I mean, basically, you're not. I'm pretty much a socialist leftist, but but just
1: because you can't unify with somebody now, you know, it's okay to say, you know, okay, yeah. At some point in the distant future, someone who w- will refuse to have a conversation now, maybe in 30 years, they'll be ready for a conversation. But someone like Daryl Davis is not going to force someone who needs, you know, 20 years to, you know, be willing to come to the table. At the end of the day, people need to be willing to have the conversation. I think
2: part of what's going on, though, is it's not just about having a conversation. It's about there being entirely divergent worldviews. So these, you know, cultists, leftists, whatever the word is that we are coming up with this evening – uh, they don't have, there's not a same worldview. There's not a same perspective on what America is, on what society should be about, on what values should be. It's like we don't have the same um, concept of reality at this point. If you like great example would be watch joy Reid and then watch Tucker Carlson. And you'd be shocked to find that they are actually in the same world in the same country and you'd be you shocked know? to
5: find that joy Reed's lying half half the time and mm. tucker is opinionated they're probably both represented by the same talent agency for <laughs> <laughs> right oh, <yeah. laughs> for gigs well, like when, you know, when, when tucker criticized the, simon and schuster agencies. but then he has his book through simon and schuster mm-hmm.
2: well that's why he was criticizing simon mm-hmm. and schuster it, like he sure, was criticizing simon and schuster based on his experience all right working with them. Mm.
5: If we can look at all of the economic numbers across the board.
2: I'm not saying he was right about that, by the (laughs) way. If if we can look
5: at every economic number from the loss of jobs, job openings, jobs being filled, unemployment increasing, all of these things, and be like, these are bad indicators. If we can see that projected GDP growth is actually dropping down to slightly above average at a time when we're supposed to be in this massive recovery, and we're getting more lockdowns now, the vaccine mandates are causing businesses to, to, to decline. There's a massive labor shortage, so people are struggling to hire And then the Democrats go, the economy is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they don't live in reality,
3: dude. No, media is twisting a lot of people. But it's coordinated from way beyond the United States. And
5: you can't break them out of it because cult techniques, the way you get someone out of a cult is you remove them from the cult and Mm -hmm. don't let them communicate with the cult until they can snap out into reality. But now they have smartphones that assure them no matter what happens, they will always be hooked into the matrix. How do you get them out of it? You can't. I I have I have family members who have lost their minds. I have friends who have lost their minds. People like, they're people I grew up with who are going on Twitter and making things up about me. There was one story. My favorite story was that at two a.m. I went to an an activist's house in Boston and turned their TV on, waking up everyone in their house. And I'm like, (laughs) "How
2: dare you? What?" (laughs) And people
5: were commenting like, "Whoa, I can't believe Tim would do that." And I'm like,
2: "That's insanity." "When, When was I in Boston? What the i heck? don't know you <laughs> how'd you get the remote <laughs>
5: but they make these doing? things up i have i have friends that i used to skate with every day that i grew up in chicago that are going on twitter and lying about me because they're in a cult and i have actually messaged them like i've known you for 15 years you know that's not true about me here's more evidence from my private files proving that story was fake and they go i don't care
2: mm.
5: they're in a cult they do they not actually care.
2: say that they don't care
5: they don't overtly say the words i don't care Mm -hmm. they just will put me on read and then say something like well i'm reading the news so and then they if if i give evidence so i have one friend who was posting lies about me based on a fake article and then i showed him private business records like bro i've known you for decades like look at this right here that story is not true and then he went right back to twitter and started posting the same lies and and so i was i matched him again i was like dude if you don't care about the fact that I can give you the records proving the story's a lie, you're in a cult. He would rather ignore the evidence and maintain the lies to be part of the mob that's burning the country down.
3: Yeah, I like this. This cult metaphor is a lot easier mm. to understand than left and right for me because it they are kind of in a, a cult where the cult leader is this this media apparatus. Mm. We got to read some more Super Chats because <laughs>
5: okay. uh, we, we didn't do enough. The Raptor's Talent says, are you planning on hiring video games journalist? I would offer myself were it not for my complete lack of journalistic experience. Perhaps. But uh, we have a whole bunch of irons in the fire right now, and we need to first launch the mystery show, which we've been working on for some time. We, we've had way we to do graphics. We're, we're coding the website to be able to handle the new, all, new members' content. Right now, TimCast.com has members' content, but it's all TimCast IRL. In order to launch a new show with members' content— we have to be able to separate the different shows when you go to the members area. So it's going to be like any one of these streaming services with different shows. And I think we have like seven shows in production. So I'm trying to make sure we're not spreading too thin and we're actually going to get these shows cranked out, but we've actually been filming to produce a lot of these. The, the next step is the website needs to be coded to handle the multiple shows. We have one show that's basically ready to go. The Mysteries show. You're going to love it. We have awesome art for it already and great stories and uh, it'll be really, really great. Zappler says, "Tim, I completely agree with you about creating new culture. I'm working on releasing a new novel about vampire hunters called what was it Wilting Blood that is both entertaining while also promoting good values. Early reactions are positive." Cool. Really, really cool. Cool name.
0: Good to hear. All
1: right,
5: let's see. We'll gra- we'll try and grab some of these uh
1: that person should look into the critical theory uh, that was embedded into Buffy the Vampire Slayer, oh. which is a very real thing. The creators of Buffy the Vampire Slayer were, you know, thinking the about... The TV show? Yes, yes. The
5: creators were, you know, embedded yeah, that yeah. narrative I've inside, yeah.
2: I've watched that whole thing twice.
5: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 6.8 says, Tim, you need a FOIA task force to pry the info out of these a-holes. Props, man. You're the new Glenn Beck. Ooh. Well, Glenn Beck's still around,
2: <laughs>
5: and... Uh, but, you know, I, I was talking about this, how, like, how many people in media are, like, taking their resources and building and trying to grow a network. And uh, Glenn Beck is, like, he's the guy doing that. And then I'm, like, we're doing that, too. So I understand what you're saying. You're right about the FOIA task force. We already have mm. two legal filings in for two different 501c3s. The one thing I will say is a 501c3 can't do political journalism because they're not allowed to engage in pol- political, like, campaigning stuff. But we're planning on doing fact checking and, um, investigatory journalism through the nonprofit. We're also filing the, the open networking nonprofit, which is going to create open source networking tools so that people can't be banned anymore, utilizing the Fediverse. I'm sure all of the wackos who use the Fediverse are very happy to hear that. <laughs> all right. Rick Howell says, red, blue, right, left are labels like man and woman. All can be generally defined and generally true but all have exceptions and corner cases. Arguing the exceptions is valid, but often not worthwhile. Mm. Interesting.
0: Could be splitting hairs.
5: All right, let's see. Blue Sea says, Ian, yes, there are now two sides. There is no middle. Ask Cubans
3: and Venezuelans. But why only two? That's my question. Why not 700,000, you know? Because the cult is massive. The cult and th- is there's massive. the cult and then
5: the not cult. Mm.
3: Okay, now that's a different situation than two sides. That's a big problem that... That's out there that we should all focus on, but that doesn't mean that it's a side of a of a equation. But it, but it is so like it's
5: the the cult is 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 the Borg, and then you have the Federation, the Romulans, the Cardassians, and, Al- and the Klingons, and the Klingons, and they really don't get along all that much. But when the Borg comes around, it's like oh man, that's a big problem for everybody. Or so maybe that maybe the Cardassians weren't a good the Dominion weren't so worried about the Borg, were they?
2: No the the uh, the Dominion was a force that united the other sides. Right. Yeah.
5: So that's a better yeah good point. The the cult is the Dominion in Deep Space Nine, and they <laughs> were were they shapeshifting massive empire, and they were yeah. basically like they were they were like the Federation well, the was losing. The shapeshifters
2: were in charge, and then yeah. they had all of their Dominion. Right. Their minions, and so the Federation was
5: losing. Mm -hmm. And like on the verge of collapse, the Romulans refused to get involved. The Romulans hate the Federation, but then they eventually, you know, Cisco effectively tricked them. Well, it was a great episode where he got the Romulans (laughs) to join the side. But anyway, that's that's the point. Like whatever this side is, it's comprised of a bunch of small different factions with the Republican Party probably as one of the biggest components of it. But I can't stand the Republican Party for the most part. But there are a lot of people like me who are probably left liberal politically who think the cult is a dangerous, destructive Borg force that needs to be stopped. So I'm willing to vote for uh, Donald Trump, who says, I'm going to stop these things specifically and promote values that will pre- prohibit this in the future. And I'm like, we need to stop this. So, you know, in the primary two years ago, I was like Yang and Tulsi. That I, I was I, Yang had a huge list of, of proposals. It was brilliant. Like he went through policy like no one I've ever seen. Too many of these people just bend the knee to the Borg as soon as, as soon as it comes down to it. So all right, we'll just grab a couple we'll just grab a couple more here. Because we gotta do the member segment. Alright, let's see. People are mentioning uh, illegal immigrants. D C Lenmagi C Maggie. Ian your optimism is admirable. We will not fix the cult if peace is what we're after. Then fine accept division and secession to save the sovereignty of individuals somewhere, war will always be human.
2: Mm.
3: That was a powerful super shot.
5: Michael Rutherford says, I'm a leftist and it's hilarious since we are saying the same thing about you guys, that you have all been radicalized and need deprogramming. See that? And that's the point. Yep. We're objectively correct in that. No. Well,
3: I don't <laughs> Let think, me finish. I don't Let think, me okay, okay, we but are. I don't think either of us are correct.
5: We are. We're, we're, we're quite literally correct. When I can do research and un, and, and look into the Ukraine meddling and the, and the, and the, and the uh, corrupt actions of Joe Biden and then look into the Russia stuff and be like, hmm, it seems like Donald Trump is an asshole. He's got bad mannerisms, but he's not a racist. He won civil rights award. He's an old man who's lewd and lascivious. I can accept all of those things because I looked into it. Joe Biden has a magazine article from Politico called Biden Inc that m- maps the corruption of his huh. family. And then they delete the news articles from Twitter proving that the son's laptop Proving that Hunter Biden's laptop had all this stuff on it and that he was doing crack with hookers and that Joe Biden was meeting with him. And then Tony Bobulinski comes out and says, Biden was the big man. He was getting cut in on the deal. And I'm like, all those things happened and all the news is there. And then they come out and say, but you're in a cult. Yo, I've been saying the entire time I get into an Uber, Uber and they're like, man, Trump is an asshole, isn't he? I wish he didn't talk the way he did. But Hillary Clinton, she is evil. Yes, there are a lot of people who are like, you will put it this way: Trump has his cult. It's really small. They have no influence, no influence, and no institutional power. So when the media highlights the fringe as the boogeyman and says the alt right, what did v- Vox wrote an article saying the alt right could be as large as you know, forty million people or something like well, that, like well, somebody put out number.
2: a NBC wrote a story it was Brandy Zadrosny wrote a story in the spring about how the lack of white supremacists at white supremacy rallies was evidence of how deep-seated white supremacy is in the United States. That there weren't white supremacists there right. was the evidence.
1: Yep. No, but honestly, that super chat is amazing because like that's someone calling themselves a leftist, willing to throw up a few bucks to, yeah. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, it is true that they're using the cult
5: word as well, but I think that it's it's pretty clearly is it, yeah. is it radicalization to be like the founding fathers were right. The basis of no, our it's, country that's
2: racist. The, is the basis
5: the basis of this country that's been around for two hundred and fifty years that we learn in history class and it is regular American culture is not radicalization. In no. any sense of the imagination.
3: The radicalization is, the me- is, is not the media, because this it's, is media. This is the media as well. It's but the it's, people
5: who are cheering for rule by decree and forced medication on the American population. I think population.
3: it's the media that's brainwashing those people is, yes. the, is, the, is the focus. Not the people that are getting brainwashed, it's, although it's, it's, the, they end up yelling at They're us. guilty, It's too. social
5: media and establishment media. Yeah. Yep. Now, it is...
2: But these are all individuals who have to make their own determinations and decisions and are responsible for their mm-hmm. own views yes. and their own actions.
5: So final thought before we wrap up, I will say this. The point I was making earlier about the, when, the, when the conflict comes, these people genuinely believe that we have all been radicalized, that when I have Vosh, a socialist on the show, and give him space to speak, I'm somehow radicalized. Yet other leftists won't come on the show at all. You want to talk about radicalization? It's that... The only leftists who beg to come on the show are the ones who do drama bait and complain about like one guy is being roasted. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to name any. I'm going to find one. I'm going to find a really good one. I'm going to help help out with that mission.
2: I have that in mind. Here's head the problem.
5: Yeah. I'll tell you this. On the right, there are people with millions of followers, hundreds of thousands of, 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 of influence. In the intellectual dark web, there are people who are moderate or progressive of influence. They're all willing to have a conversation in some capacity. On the left, the high-profile people in a cult won't do it, but the low-profile people, desperate mm. to build up followings, will beg to come on any platform that will have them.
1: So there's the issue. So is there a subscriber threshold that you're looking for, or Not a certain influence, like right, like yeah.
5: mattering in the conversation? Mm-hmm. So would it make sense if I went to like a local DSA meeting and found a guy and been like, "We'll put you on the show"? I guess you're the best we could do.
0: Huh.
5: You know, I, I want I want someone who they're like. This guy said these things that have an impact on the culture, mm. and I want those ideas to be challenged and debated. Alex Jones is extremely influential. Why won't anyone be like? I would gladly go on that show to do it. There are some grifters who have a lot of followers, but their whole content base is drama. Mm. We don't. We we want we want political conversations. We don't want you smell bad and you're dumb. And there are a lot of high profile people that do that. Is we that can't not book. discourse?
2: Mm. I mean.
5: <laughs> someone wanting to come on the show to just sabotage the show i can't we no can't obviously
2: i was making a joke
5: so but this is how it's always been i have a video on my main channel from a long time ago when i was in berkeley and i was filming the street with my camera when and talking to someone when a woman inter inter forced herself in the conversation and started making a bunch of leftist points so i turned with my camera and let her speak then afterwards i, I asked her some questions and then what I basically said was a woman was attacked. And she was all bloody. And she goes, well, she deserved it. You know, if she wants to come here wearing a MAGA hat, then she'll get attacked. And I said, so you think that if a woman is wearing skimpy clothing and a man attacks her, she shouldn't have worn skimpy clothing? And she goes, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Five minutes later, you know, uh, like I am I turn the camera off. I have the recording. She walks up and goes, don't use any of that. Don't Don't put that anywhere. And I was like, I was standing here and you started saying things to me. I have the footage. She's like, no, you can't use that. They don't want their ideas. They're scared that if they say the wrong thing, they'll get attacked. The left will come for them because it's a cult. Meanwhile, I can come out and argue with Glenn Beck on his show about why I'm pro-choice, and it ends with us shrugging, shaking hands and saying, that was a really, really great great. conversation. Thank you so much. You don't get that on the left. They throw eggs at you. They scream racial slurs at people. While wearing
2: gorilla masks. While wearing gorilla masks, (laughs) they throw eggs
5: at a black man and claim they're not the racist. know. I'll, I'll, we'll wrap it up there I want to make sure we get that member segment up for you guys but thank you all so much for watching smash that like button subscribe to the channel go to TimCast.com share the show with your friends you can follow me at TimCast everywhere you can follow the show at TimCast IRL you want to shout anything out Bill yeah everyone hit up Minds download the app download got a contest?
1: it Minds.com slash mobile we got Minds token battle going right now next person to a thousand five thousand ten thousand a hundred thousand two hundred thousand subs gets so 100,000 subs gets 10,000 tokens you know and proportionally so if you
5: if, if you're if you're the cool. platform and you get a thousand followers do you get 100 tokens
1: not everybody the next person the next person the hit. next person so there's one
5: winner for each right now we're going to keep doing this 100 cool. tokens is like 200 bucks yeah <laughs> oh that's cool. so i'm like 20k away from 200,000 followers on mine do topic, it and it's 20,000 tokens yeah that's like 40 grand Oh, wow. <laughs>
3: Subscribe to Tim on Mines.
0: Yeah, yeah. Make it well, happen. Yeah, Sargon's fighting you. Oh. Is, is <laughs> he actively getting
5: followers? Or He's aware. He's aware, oh, snap. huh? <laughs> Mines.com slash Timcast. 40 grand. We could hire somebody with that.
0: We sure could.
5: Just hire somebody 40 grand for the year to do some something, I guess. Full mm-hmm. stack. Libby, you want to shout do some stuff. out? Oh, not for 40 grand a year, though. Yeah, man,
2: yeah. <laughs> hey, well, you could follow me on Mines, apparently. Oh. Um, I have it. I keep forgetting my password, but (laughs) I'm going to nail that at some point. Uh, My name's Libby Emmons. I'm on Twitter at Libby Emmons, and I'm at the postmillennial every day.
3: I am uh, Ian Crossland, and you are sovereign.
0: Oh this is good to know i will say before we go that i i I appreciate ian's concept of not trying to divide people into groups but i will say that there comes a point when people are dividing you against them and you don't have a choice anymore and if they're putting you into a group like unvaccinated or in my instance it would be something like pro-life something they will really come after me for i don't have a choice We're not on the same team. It's unfortunate, but it's the way it is. Anyway, for hot takes like that, you guys are more than welcome to follow me on Twitter at Sour Patch Lids. I'm only 2,000 away from outstripping Sour Patch Kids. That's my only goal in life, so please follow me there. (laughs) That's a big one. I'll
5: give one final shout-out to Michael Rutherford, who responded, saying, Tim, you are just as delusional as the people you hate. I would say that I don't hate 99.999% of people. There are journalists who work for websites like BuzzFeed and Vox and the Daily Beast and Slate who are evil people, who make things up and lie. Mm. Now, as for the delusional thing, I'll tell you this. When Micah Brzezinski goes on her show and says, our job is to tell people what to think. You can think whatever you want about what she said. Sure. When I can read a story from Politico that says Ukraine scrambles after aiding the Democrats in the 2016 election— and then later writes another article saying there was no meddling from Ukraine in the election. I have to wonder why Politico didn't just retract the first article and how both things can be true. When you have four years of Gate that I accepted in the press and said, wow, look at this evidence. I actually met with a very high profile journalist who told me all this stuff. And I, and I was like, man, it sounds like Trump did this. And then the news comes out. It didn't happen. It was bunk it was a witch hunt, all that stuff. The FBI report says no. When the FBI comes out and says there was no coordinated insurrection and there was no plan, I got to say, how many times are you willing to be wrong? Or is the fact is you don't actually research anything? You don't look into the stories. You don't fact-check any of them. How about Mayogate? When Slate Huffington Post, I don't know if it was Slate, but the Huffington Post and The Independent published a story claiming that Republicans were lying about the cost of mayonnaise And I simply called the restaurant and got the confirmed numbers. You call it delusional (laughs) doing the groundwork to figure out the facts. You are delusional, my friend. Timcast.com. We'll see you all there. Bye.